Uh, hi, is this uh, is this the What Did We Just Watch recording? Uh, yes, oh, it is. Oh, she's here. She's here. She's here. Ready? Five, six, seven. Da 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 Mm-hmm. I am eight and a half months pregnant. Oh, oh. Wait, we, you know, I, I guess we all thought she would want to dance. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we, we, we choreographed the whole thing. We were just so happy. We wanted to express it through song. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yes. and, and I can't stop dancing because the Philadelphia Citywide Dance Competition is happening pretty soon. I know. I'm so excited. I know. The best part is I don't think we have to pre-qualify or anything. I think you can just sign up the day before. I'm so excited. Yeah, we've been switching partners like constantly. And yeah. it doesn't really seem to matter. But wow. we're, we're all finalists that, uh, somehow. That sounds extremely disorganized. Jill, don't even think about partnering up with Mark. He's my partner. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to What Did We Just Oh, the labor we delight in oft physics pain. You know, I figured I'd break out a little Shakespeare for the occasion. True. Why Just not? So, yeah, you gonna quote God with the wind too? Yeah. Well, if you make me, uh, we, we as welcome. God is my witness, I'll do it. Yeah. We, we welcome all art mediums here because this is just a very creative place. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to dance, but if you're inside the studio, you have to dance. The non-dancing performers are outside in the lobby. Noted. Noted. Is it okay if I'm just dancing my feelings? Yeah. Oh, we highly encourage okay. that. Oh, yeah. sure. As long as you, I mean, maybe you want to use some like ribbons or like, you know, I was stilts. thinking maybe like a pot of dew with a shadow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. a little shadow, yeah. a shadow puppet action. Mm-hmm. Yes. We yes. also welcome um, mimes, even though it's an audio podcast. Just... Mm-hmm. Oh, there's our mime doing yeah. miming actions. Yeah. Wow. Steve is also miming. Too. He is. He's going to mime the whole episode. Yeah. I was wondering what that guy was doing here. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, he's he just going to follow you the entire time. Don't worry about it or think too much. His face paint finally makes sense. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so now that you're here, we're happy to have you. Just remember, we rehearse our um, dances every uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And that way, when we do a podcast recording, we're just ready to go. And we all can do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when we aren't rehearsing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're just dancing for fun, like in the street mm-hmm. or at work or any other time. There's no uh, situation where we aren't dancing. That's that's good because yeah. I like to when I'm when I'm not pregnant, but even I mean sometimes still like to dance in really unconventional locations. Like I don't know a restaurant kitchen. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and we all have like sort of other jobs that we do besides dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, you with, know, with no like real hours, so you can like kind of pick right, it up exactly. and, and stop working yeah. whenever you want yeah. to. So I'm also a tax attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I will. My real passion is dance. I just do it. You know, because because I have to. Sometimes they they make me also. Uh, like uh, turn down the sheets mm-hmm. at the right. tax <laughs> office in addition to doing the taxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he's, yeah, he's not talking about the paper sheets, the sheets no, of tax. No, no, the beds. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually for my real job, I'm a singer, but dancing's my passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm an orthopedic surgeon, but sometimes they make me go around and change the sheets on the bed and everything yeah, well, like that. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, dancing in an OR is probably. I, there was that musical episode of Chicago Hope back in the 90s. You know, it's it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I suggest dancing most when you're feeling really angsty and you have a lot of emotions built up and you just got to let it out somehow. And then you can throw a, a chair in the pool to really, mm-hmm. really sell it. 
Yeah, it's like uh yeah, it's it's good in a in a sort of uh health situation because, you know, it's good for similar for laughing like uh Patch Adams, you know, we're also recommended dancing, you know. How sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child. <laughs> Welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the movie trivia quiz show podcast. Today's episode is about the 2015 romantic musical film, Dancing It's On, directed by David Winters and starring Whitney Carson and Chesson Westby Tishop. I apologize to Mr. Tishop if I got that wrong. In this movie, two young dancers fall in love and eventually work together to win a dance competition. I am your host, Mark Nessel, and our contestants this week are playing as I'm Just Ken, Mo McGee. Hey, guys. Playing as Can't Play Bob, Bob Killian. I can play as Bob, but you can't play Bob. Can't play Bob? Oh, thank you for explaining the reference. <laughs> um, and playing as Club La Gilla is Jillian Ashley Blair Ivy, the producer and creator of Oops All Bards. Hi, God, so glad to be here. And as always, our contestants will be playing for this week's mystery prize, which will be revealed at the end of the show. Initial thoughts. Is anybody seen this movie for the first time? This was my first time. This was your first time watching it. You guys um, have seen it. Yeah, well, yeah with we you. did it on the uh, yeah, on, our, on our regular movie nights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, I'm very curious as somebody who saw it for the first time what your initial thoughts are. Oh, boy. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have a background in dance and I love dance movies like all of the, the classics like Gene Kelly type mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was hoping that this would be the sort of movie where, yeah, people kind of make fun of it, but I'm going to find deep pleasure in it because I love dance movies, and I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically the dancing or just the movie or all of it? or The dancing is fine, although you don't really get a whole lot of it until the very end, and then you're just assaulted with it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the acting that was... Mm -hmm. uh, The writing, the writing, but the acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a movie full of um, dancers, like people Mm -hmm. whose main um, nine to five are dance choreography or dancing or being an extra. A lot of their credits are extras in dance films or something like that. Yeah, most of them are from So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, Yeah, or comparable like other Mm -hmm. types of things. But yeah, I think the two main leads were both in So You Think You Can Dance. I didn't write down their exact credits, unfortunately. I think there was some Dancing with the Stars. And Dancing with the Stars, yeah. Our main girl was Dancing with the Stars. I had recognized her. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the thing when it comes to um, this movie that really draws it out is David Winter, the director, who is kind of another one of these, um, the people whose sort of water I swim in when it comes into output. The big movie that he directed many, many years prior to this that we've actually also done on the movie night is Space Mutiny. 
He's the director oh. of Space Mutiny, what? which is a great mystery science theater episode. Wow. If you've also never seen it, Big McLarge huge. Yeah, Big McLarge. A yeah. different movie, though. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's wow. why I'm so surprised. Like, There's I dancing thought, in that movie, I too. I thought you were going to say yeah, like one of true. the musicals that we had seen, but no. no. Wow. No, I, I know him largely, mostly from his IMDb page, as his part in the original West Side Story. Yeah, West Side Story. That's what his photo ah. on IMDb is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget if he was Babyface John or which character he was now. Now, but like all his things on IMDb are just from West Side Story. And he's one of the only performers that was on the on Broadway in West Side Story, and then oh. also made it to the movie. I think there were four or five performers that that had that crossover. Hmm. Most of it was recast, but like he was so good in his role. And I mean, he's he's a really storied dancer and choreographer. He has this incredibly impressive resume before he decided to be a filmmaker. And so the fact that he was able to to make that leap from Broadway to film and then really kind of stayed in the domain of film after that is a testament to how talented he truly was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's a producer on 83 movies, according to IMDb. Wow. Um, a lot of them are pretty forgettable, schlocky, softcore pornography, stuff like that. <laughs> um, not a lot of stuff that I'm particularly familiar with. Um, he's also an actor in like uh, 47 credits on IMDb. Um, it's like, um, again, the main sort of reason that he did a lot of these movies from what I understand is his, um, co-writer on this film and him created a, um, production company together. And a lot of the films that he's involved in either production or acting are films that they produced. The co-writer is also a storied, schlocky, like film guy, David A. Pryor, who, depending on where you're coming from in bad film, probably his most um, famous movie is maybe uh, Raw Justice, or my favorite is probably Deadly Prey, which I don't think mm-hmm. we've done on our movie night yet. No, but no, either it's a very weird um, sort of Rambo knockoff where, spoiler alert, at the end, our main character rips off the hand of the main heavy and beats him to death with it. Oh, oh. that sounds nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, I feel bad now that I know he's actually a pretty acclaimed dancer because I kept thinking about how he was one of the writers of this movie and he just kept having all the characters tell him what a great dancer yeah. he was. Yeah. Yeah. Like times where it's like, oh my God, he's he's so good. Like we were watching these videos. He is so good at dancing. And then he just did something by the pool. He's such a good dancer. I'm like... Okay, you wrote this, buddy. Like, yeah. That's that's a lot. But now I feel like that is somewhat earned. It is true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah there's yeah. he has I mean, he's a much older man in this movie, but he has decades. His um yeah, I think his first credits are somewhere in like the 50s or maybe yeah, like I think, late 50s. I think so. I think he was doing like stage productions in the the 50s. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, he looked good in this movie. Mm-hmm. In terms of reactions, I will say that I uh I would be lying if I didn't admit that I enjoyed watching this movie. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed watching this movie. It, it is not because I think it's a good movie. It's a bad movie. It's a very bad movie. But it, it, it is maybe one of the first movies that we've watched where I feel like it really fits the phrase so bad that it's good. Like it, because it's so consistently bad. The acting is so consistently bad and so many of the things are, but it it just throws so much at you. There are so many performances. It's like a variety show Mm -hmm. in a movie. And, uh, you know, I I gotta say, I just, 
I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching <laughs> oh. it, and I it, it's bad. It's terrible, but I just I had so much fun. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. If they weren't trying to make me laugh, but I was laughing. <laughs> I yes. think I'm in the yeah. same boat with you, Bob. I yeah. I said before you got here that I also think it's so bad it was good. Um, not again, yeah, not a good movie. I am very much stressing that, but because like these are not actors, and this is not like a well written script. They just really like committed to everything though, and that made me laugh. I was watching this movie alone in my house laughing like an idiot and it's just again there's no beats there's no funny parts but it was just so ridiculous and it was it was funny to watch because of like how committed they were to trying to be good but they were actually pretty terrible (laughs) it's definitely a bad movie and it had been a while since we last watched it so i couldn't remember a lot of details and i it's an enjoyable watch i would just say it's, mm-hmm. When you know what you're going into, I think it's enjoy, an enjoyable watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is definitely a weird movie. And definitely of the, like, in the neighborhood of So Bad It's Good, this was actually both these filmmakers' final film. Um, we're, we're, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, this movie was filmed in um, 2013. It says January 2013, according to IMDb. It wasn't, it didn't end up being released to October um, 15th. 2015 and i believe david winters was alive at that point but um prior was not alive at that point and so this Mm -hmm. there might have been some other stuff but this is for both people it was one of their last um films at least like um like created during their lifetime david winters died in 2019 or 2019 yeah Yeah. so he was still alive for a few years yeah he was still alive but this was this was his last movie Mm mm-hmm yeah, so. oh, I'm glad I got to see it come out at least. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a little sad that he got to see the reviews though. It uh, doesn't yeah. seem like a good note to end <laughs> things on. Mm-hmm. One um, thing that um, there's not a ton of information about this movie, and what there is is pretty much all included in my script that I've written. But one thing about this movie is. It very prominently takes place in Panama City Beach, um, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, There was an article that was linked to um, on the Wikipedia page for this that apparently David Winters moved here for some reason, moved to Panama City Beach, and loved it so much that it was like part of the reason that he wrote the film and like wrote Panama City into it. And it is a Panama City. newspaper that is linked on wikipedia about him talking about how great panama city is <laughs> but he seems to genuinely love it and this is weirdly a love letter to panama city beach it sure is. um so yeah um we're going to uh, rip this uh, love letter apart and look at all the little pieces <laughs> <laughs> but dissect anything worth examining is worth dissect i i want us to comment on the title and i don't know if you have a plan for when to do that yeah uh, uh, yes uh, i have I'm wondering if you're thinking the same thing I am. Go yeah. for it. Dancing It's On sounds like something that, like, you know when you're putting together a piece of furniture and the directions were clearly written by <laughs> someone who's not a native English speaker? Yeah. Yes. And it's like there's just little things that are not quite what the word means or not quite right or the grammar's not quite right. It, dancing it's on is like that like it's like it like doesn't quite fit together it's like a yeah it's like yeah, a mistranslation or it feels like that they named it while filming like did not reveal an actual title <laughs> yeah. and then just forgot to change it well so in the 
I, I, I had to look at this because on the poster, it is dance and it's on. There's yeah. no colon. Mm-hmm. A lot of articles that were written about it, like the Wikipedia page, have dance and colon, it's on, which at yeah. least makes a little bit more sense. Like, what's on? Dance in. Yeah. That's what's on. <laughs> yeah. But dance and it's on just all run together without any sort of punctuation. And it's, it's dance not in, not sentence. dancing. Yeah. No, it, it makes no sense. To the extent that when I like when I saw it, when, when you guys invited me on the podcast and I saw it on the spreadsheet, it was like, I feel like there's a word missing there. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's on IMDb as dancing. It's on with an exclamation point and a colon. And you'll you're listening to this podcast right now, and that's what I named it because <laughs> that's the like thing I follow when yeah. I'm doing all this. The closest I, I, thing I could think of was I guess the Bring It On movies came out in like the like early 2000s, 2009 maybe. Yeah. And I guess yeah. they're trying to be similar. So if you're searching for Bring It On, then maybe it's just right. it's on. If you put like dancing, Bring It On, then this movie will also come up. Maybe. I I don't know though. Oh, they're like the doing one? SEO hacking. Yeah. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's a very weird title but otherwise. I'm looking at the poster for the movie right now, and it is dancing, apostrophe, no G, no colon. <laughs> it's on exclamation mark, and at least they have the apostrophe in it's correct. Um, <laughs> so I think, but I think that that is the actual title of the movie. They have the exclamation mark, but not the colon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the poster. It's like it, the poster kind of looked like the title of the film was dancing. And that it's on was like a subtitle. It's yeah. all it's all yeah. the same size, like oh, font. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, <laughs> all right. yeah, yeah. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at the different version of the poster, but a lot of the same information's there, and it's the same thing. There are three wreaths there from a film festival. Yes. Um, I did look up this film festival that has no more presence on the internet. It did. It there was a there was. Was it the Panama City Film Festival? Yeah, it wasn't. I was no, say. It, no, it says it on there. The the. Um, the post, the picture I'm looking at right now is too small for me to read the actual name of the film festival. Um, but then when I looked it up, I was able to find evidence of its existence in the past. Mm-hmm. I was not able to find the 2013 or 2015 like um, ones whenever this would have come out. Um, but there were other years that I was able to find. So this was a real, those wreaths are Okay. Uh, from a real film festival, from what I understand. That maybe say, existed for one year and only had one competing movie. Yeah. No, it, the it, Dance and It's it, On was Festival. Was it the David, David, David Winter's production on. company? Yeah. Yeah. Film festival? <laughs> no, it, it existed for years after this movie because, like, it would have. I think I found, like, um, the, the existence of, like, the 2017 or 2019 version of the film festival or something. So it, it continued on, but not much longer. Um, yeah, if any of those people want to reach out, I'm happy to record, a, like, a, <laughs> like, a correction. Um, but um, until then, we're just going to go with the information that we have. And that's why I didn't make it a question. <laughs> we we do quality control here. The Clue Crew was on the case. I do feel like if it's Dancing, it's on without a colon. Like, if that was just the title, Dancing, it's on. Like, I, I have an elementary school English teacher who I think would have a heart attack if she saw yeah, that. Yeah. A real senior after class. Yeah, my, my fourth grade teacher would not be happy. No, but I mean, maybe it's also like Dancing, like, Dancing presents. It's on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this movie is definitely brought to you by dancing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the adventures of dancing yeah. in It's On. <laughs> I mean, how many times do we have a character say dancing is my life? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that <laughs> might be a question. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is the question, is it actually their life? <laughs> Please explain. Uh, well, I can't, I, I can't say any more. Do you guys want to get Let's into get it? Let's get into it. Yeah. So yeah, the very first thing we tend to do on this show is um, try to go over some of the characters. Okay. There's not a ton of characters in this movie, 
So um, I'm going to describe the character and you guys will buzz in and tell me the name of the character. I pretty much only need first names. There's only like one character with a last name. But, um, but um, so the first question I have, what is the name of our female lead? Um, Jennifer August. Yep, Jennifer August. The only character... Um, with a last name, if you, you don't her include dad. her parents. Yeah, her, her yeah. parents. Yeah. I don't think her mom has a first name. Her yeah. dad yeah. has both yeah. first and last name. I think she is credited as Jen's mom. You're yeah. exactly right that she is credited as Jen's mom, so she's not going to be one of the people I ask about. Um, the next question I have, what is the name of our male lead? Ken. Yes, right. Ken. He doesn't He's have a last name. Ken. Yeah. Sorry, he, I sang that a lot to myself while watching this last night. He was so angsty. Yeah. He doesn't have a last name because as we find out, he's an orphan. And a dishwasher. <laughs> That's how yeah. that works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. His, his, well, you can assume it's like uh, Ken Snow or something like that. Yeah. Um, my next question. What is the name of the head bellboy? The captain. No. Wait. Oh, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Danny. Yes, that's right. Um, Danny is the head bellboy who's also a dancer in this movie. Uh, like, why not? Yeah. Surprises us all. Yeah. I know we'll get into this, but I love the hierarchy that existed between the dishwasher and the head yes. bellboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As if they weren't all just like working class folk. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and like the head bellboy who's like got management in his future. Yeah. It was like, do, do we... Does everybody here understand how hotels work and what yeah. what bellboys do? Um, well, I mean, you could say dance. the same thing about dishwashers yes. too. In this yeah, movie. I, the fact that it was just like, "Hey, dishwasher, go change this guy's sheets." Yeah. yeah. As the hell bell, head bellboy, I'm directly above you, the dishwasher yes. at this hotel. It's like, sorry, to be considered to be an executive, you have to have parents. If they had just called this guy like a general manager, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Well, in the first scene, we see him. He helps her move her bags, and that's the continuity. It's like this movie was written in like a stream of consciousness. And right. they're like, well, he's already the bellboy, but he's also the main villain. It's like, well, we're, we're stuck. <laughs> the main villain in the like lowest stakes yeah. way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also a moron, as we'll get into. Oh, like God. a true, <laughs> yeah. a true idiot. And uh, the the Razzie for best actor, best worst actor, oh, yeah. goes Definitely. to Danny. Yeah. The the dubbing on like the dubbing across the movie is really bad, really but the dubbing bad. on him especially, I don't know what it was about his ADR, mm. but it's so so bad. It never syncs up. In his defense, everyone had to do their own ADR, and he's not super familiar with the. <laughs> the <laughs> That's didn't a have joke, a budget. by the way. Um, I, I have no... Maybe they did, like, have everyone do their own ADR, but I couldn't find that on IMDb. Um, so the next question I have here is, what is the name of Ken's dance partner at the beginning of the film? Oh. I was, well, I was going to say Shotzi, but... Yes. Sh- okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, right. No, yes. Ken, Ken's partner is Shotzi. Mm-hmm. Um, which is was really funny because then Jennifer gets mad because she finds out that Ken is dancing with Shotzi, even though he says, that's my dance partner, yeah. Shotzi. <laughs> yes. Like they're no. pre-established and Jen knows that information, but then she's like, you're dancing with her? And it's like, yeah, they've been probably practicing for weeks. Yeah. You came a week before the competition, we, girl. We have barely scratched the yeah. surface of <laughs> continuity errors oh, in this goodness. movie. Like, also, just can we, the name Shotzi. It's yeah. like like a 1930s Judy Garland movie. Like mm. like the, yeah. the the third person on the casting list. Like yeah. that's on the call yeah. list. Like in a, sh- in a movie with 
Jen and Ken and Dan. Yeah. There's Shotzi. Yeah, let me call my girl Shotzi over here. <laughs> I kind of love Shotzi. I, only mm. because I've never heard it anywhere else. And I think it's just like, such a, again, like a crazy name in this universe to have. Like, but yeah, I just, I don't know. There's something about it that I'm like, yeah, of course she's Shotzi. Maybe, maybe I should put it on my baby name list. Yeah. yeah there you there's, go. Some, there's time. Mm-hmm. My next question what is the name of Jennifer's father? Oh. And don't say August. We do know his last name <laughs> Mr. is August. Mr. August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do say it a few times, so I feel justified. No, in... you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I buzzed in, but I'm not sure. You want to take a guess? Jerry? You're absolutely right. Oh, Jerry God. August. Yeah. Where did I get that nice. from? Yeah. yeah, he's one of the people who has a pretty like big IMDB like um list. Um he's played by Gary um Daniels. So he's got almost names of two other characters in this movie in his names. But he's actually a real former um I don't know what kind of martial arts, but I think a boxer. So in that mm. one scene where he he's like practicing one. boxing, right. yeah. Yeah. and he—that's yeah. Was he uh, Australian? I was trying to place his he accent. Like he I was. looked him up when we when I was watching the movie, and he—he's mm-hmm. English. He's English, but oh. the accent really seemed Australian. So I don't okay, know. Thank like, you. Maybe he was trying to actually do American, and that's where he landed. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, because yeah, when you uh, mix together American and British, you get Australian. Obviously. Yeah. The next question I have is: What is the name of the Kamajani former choreographer in this movie? Hal Sanders? Yep, Hal okay. Sanders. Oh, yeah, nice. played by the um, director and co-writer of this movie, David Winters. Yeah. Um, the next question I actually had on here, because uh, those are all the names that I wanted to say like for questions. The next question... Wait, not the captain? No. I was uh, waiting for the uh, captain. I love yeah. the captain. The um, Well, th- questions about them might come up organically during the... Because um, I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> but, know, but he was like a fairy god captain. I yeah. love him. Oh, no. he's Yeah, and he's he's crumping the whole movie, whether yeah. it, the oh, scene calls for it or not. He oh, is, captain, my captain. Like, help me guide my life. <laughs> yeah. The first question I have here... Um, I, um, I'm not going to ask it as a question because it's spoiled by the whiteboard that we use to record our score. But where does this movie take place? <laughs> um, yeah. And Wait, I, was we, that a question? Yeah, no, well, of course. Well, at this point, we've already, and we've also I've, already I, discussed I, it. Yeah. I buzzed it anyway. Yeah. No, this, this movie is a love letter to Panama City Beach, a town that I've actually been to, weirdly. Wait, was everyone dancing when you were there? No. Is they it have- all strip malls and beaches? It's all strip okay. malls and beaches. And there's the Ripley's Believe It or Not like little yeah. like mm. thing there. There's yeah, like weirdly when I first saw this movie, I'm like, hey, I've driven down those like two bare roads that are <laughs> but, here in Panama City. But people didn't greet you with dance. How no. rude. The beaches are amazing. Like I'm not trying to like slag on um, Panama City Beach. The Gulf beaches there are beautiful. It does feel sort of like a, like a very touristy, trappy place. So a lot of the places that they go to, which I have questions about, so I don't want to talk about them too much. Like <laughs> it's all on location. But what I will say is, I'm not the only person who enjoyed their time in Panama City Beach. The Panama City heads come out in for <laughs> on the IMDb page for this. There are so many. Um, pretty much all of the trivia and goofs on the IMDb page are people talking about specifics about Panama City in this movie. (laughs) And again, none of these are sets, like, or none of these are sort of, like, fudged where it's like, oh, we shot this interior in LA, or, like, it pretty much is all, I think, 
shot. Maybe some of the interiors are. I'm, I don't know about that, but it's like all exteriors of places that you could find if you went to Panama City today if a hurricane hasn't already destroyed them since 2013. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, the movie begins with an opening montage contrasting the lives of our two leads before they meet. Contrasting or doing the same choreography? Yeah. Yeah, that was quite the coincidence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Almost like mirroring each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and it was cut, so it was almost like they were dancing together, like with each other. Like dancing against walls is normal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's on. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even realize that the several times I had to watch that scene, like to to do this like thing. That's that's interesting. Maybe Maybe I've just gotten like dance blindness after this movie because I talk about it later. Like when they say some somebody is dancing better than usual or worse than usual or is like it never ends with a mistake. Just somebody sort no. of frowns and then stops dancing, and it's like, what happened? And it's like, <laughs> no, there was definitely a couple of moments when Ken like just kind of half-heartedly marked something out and then stomped off like a toddler. Like yeah. he. You could definitely see his heart was not in the dance at that moment. Clear. I'm glad we brought you on because I am not a dance expert. I'm an expert on esoteric um, Panama City beach facts now, but not on dance. Um, but yeah, I know we'll get into the dancing because dancing it's on. Um, but I did kind of feel like the and, and you mentioned this too, Jill. Like the, the dancing in the most of the movie was really non wow factor to it. Like the end was great; they did some really cool numbers. But it felt like they had a different choreographer for the end of the movie than they had for the rest of the movie, including the scenes where they're rehearsing for the end of the movie. Um, none of it really seemed succinct. Like, yeah. It was just very boring. The stuff that we saw them rehearse did not actually make it into the show. No. Which, it's you know, good. I mean, I guess because like we they, they swapped partners up. So then I guess they had to just like redo their entire number within mm. a few days. Yeah, I wrote a note while watching it. Like, I don't know if this is good. Like, they're good dancers. It just doesn't seem like the choreography was that good. There was a lot of, like, uh, you know, putting their hands through their hair movement and then, like, putting their hand in front of their chest and, like, moving it a couple times. And I'm like, I don't know if that's good. Yeah. Well, and we also had the two couples that went before the Dan Shotzi Mm -hmm. and Ken Jen. It was like... Where did they even come from? I wish they were in the rest of the movie. Yeah. And I know we'll get to that. Uh, but I I wish they were, like, throw them in. Like, Jen didn't have any friends in the movie. She just had a love triangle the whole time. Right. Give her a friend. Give yeah. her a friend to talk to. Yeah. yeah. Well, she had the captain. She had the captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, back to um, the montage that's going on, the first of many. Um, we find out that Ken, and we kind of already talked about it as a dishwasher, but... Um, he doesn't do a lot of dishwashing. He does a lot of dancing, but he also, <laughs> in this scene, we have see him sweep the floor, do laundry, take out the trash, um, seemingly move stuff around. He also does do some dishes, but I think he cleans two dishes, and then that's the end of the dish cleaning. And they have that, that really, really weird camera angle too, like the like the hidden secret boss or whatever that show was, where it's like <laughs> undercover the hidden, boss, yeah, yeah, undercover boss with like the hidden camera that was right above the sink. It was just mm-hmm. where what I mean. There's a lot to be said about the way this movie was shot, but yeah. that one particular camera was like, what What were we trying to accomplish here? You see yeah. it a couple of mm-hmm. times. We mm-hmm. simply don't have the time. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is the first time um, we see David Winters in this montage. He, um, Ken like runs past him. Um, Jennifer says goodbye to her friends at school at the end of the montage and drives away in a fancy like older It's a Rolls car. Royce. Yeah, it's like a Rolls yeah. Royce. Yeah. And 
This is something again in the in the light of seeing the whole movie. I'm like, oh, I guess she's a college student because she's an adult woman. But I guess she's supposed to. This yeah. is high school. Yeah, yeah. It would have made more sense because she did say, "See you next semester," and yeah. that felt more college like. Yeah. But there's. But- the school that we see her at and the activities that she's engaging in and like her this you know the the sense to which she has no real control over going to see her father that this is a thing that is happening not a thing that she is invited to do yeah she's she's a teenager mm-hmm. yeah there's that scene in the montage where she's Britney Spearsing in the hall mm-hmm. yeah. and like I, I cracked up because at one point somebody like turns to look like why are you dancing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, they shot it like at a real high school yeah. like while classes were actually happening yeah. and she's like what is happening happening here yeah mm-hmm. so, wait am i in a flash mob that other person's dancing yeah. now too <laughs> right. oh flash mobs that was yeah. very 2013 actually it was very 2013 yeah. yeah so she takes her um parents rolls royce to her parents like um fancy house well we find out it's just her mother's right. house her and her mother are having dinner and she expresses that she doesn't want to spend the summer with her father and yeah i do want to comment on her extracurricular activities because yes. she had a full schedule she did cheerleading um dance gymnastics like there was a lot going on there yeah well and the fact that later on she says that she's been dancing for five years mm-hmm. um yeah the the ballet that she was like the ballet she was doing at the beginning that was were just warm-ups but nobody dances the way that she is ultimately dancing at the end after dancing for five years let alone cheerleading let yeah. alone, like that is I, I wasn't sure if that was a like oh haha me too like I'm just gonna make myself smaller because this boy is cute and I don't want to be like mm. more mm. you know I, I don't want to say that I make more money than you sort of thing <laughs> yeah but even though she does that many other times, right? Different yeah, ways yeah. Well, and, and I mean, you know, he says he's been dancing for five years, and like there are things that he's doing there that you cannot do in five and, years. And why not? These are dancers in this movie. Why not just say they've been dancing for a long, as long as they've actually been dancing yeah. for? Yeah. Like, make it more like themselves. Yeah, like, they it, obviously are very good. If it's their mm-hmm. life, I mean, like, I I didn't do ballet because I had bad ankles, but every person that I knew when I was that the age that Jennifer is supposed to be, not the age that the the performer actually is. Um, every dancer that I knew when I was in high school who was doing ballet had started when they were like four mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it like the ones who thought it was their life, like this is what they do. They're mm-hmm. not doing any other extracurriculars. They're going to school mm-hmm. and then they are going to ballet. Mm-hmm. That was it. I think you have to start young for ballet. You too. have to. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. My guess my only guess as to why they would say something like five years when it's clearly you need more time than that might be because maybe their audience is young people and they don't want somebody of high school age who might be interested in dancing in this movie to be like, oh, well, I can't do it. Like, that's so my only aspirational. guess. Aspirational. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But like in that case, there's no reason for it to be ballet. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there are certain dance forms that you can get really good at in five years. And, and she, the performer, has... A, a ballroom dance background. She did Dancing with the Stars. She, so like Latin ballroom, those are types of dance where if you really commit yourself to it, you can get very good in five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can pick it up as an older person right. too because ballet is one that like it, as you said, if you have bad ankles, you can't yeah. do yeah. ballet. Or like that kind of technical work I think you have mm-hmm. to do for a much longer right. time. I just met a woman who's 72 years old who started ballroom dancing a couple of years ago and now her retirement plan is to teach ballroom dancing. <laughs> oh, that's so, I love that. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. She was a very, very cool lady. Um, but... You know, that's that's the sort of thing that you, like you can pick up later in life. And there's also, you know, like there's not like the expectation that you have a ballerina body for some mm. of these these other forms of dance. So like just why why ballet? It yeah. doesn't come up again at all. Just one scene. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it's a easy scene to do in a montage to establish that she practices dance. But she could have, I mean, she could have done anything in a dance studio. Even even me, I'm a dummy. I'm like, that's dance. Like, <laughs> back to um, the dinner her and her mom are having. As you said before, she has to go see her dad. She doesn't really seem to have a choice. I wrote down one of the lines from this scene where the mother says, I understand this particular hotel is quite unique. Um, Jennifer responds, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> and then, which is... Fair question. I, I had yeah. to write it down like, no, Mark, this is what she said, not what your like aunt, <laughs> yeah. note next to this line is. And then her mom responds, you'll find out tomorrow. And this scene is important because we establish the difference between Ken and Jen, where Jen has money and parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really... Making her better than Ken. Exactly. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, is... Is the the Rolls Royce and the two the butler per person in their house and the formal <laughs> yeah. the, the formal dining room like they dress for dinner sort yeah. of sort yeah. of feeling there um, is that money that mom got in the divorce or does mom do something else that like she's got that kind of money because this was it was like an absurd amount of money for a girl who I think is going to a public high school. Yeah, it's like Daddy yeah. Warbucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Levels yeah. of, of the, money. The, the, like, the Rolls Royce and the dressing up for dinner give the impression of, like, old money, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Maybe both of her parents are just, like... Yeah. Maybe the dad's new money. The, I mean, maybe the that's dad's why clearly new money. He yeah. got his money, like, as a, a prize fighter. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but they're both equally rich, and she is also spoiled. Yeah. yeah it's yes. one of the few facts on Wikipedia about this movie that this is... Beverly Hills, California, in this scene, even though there's nothing there's about nothing it in the end. Uh, again, the three sentence plot synopsis on there takes time to, to, to mention it's that Beverly it's Hills, um, the, yeah. uh, girl from Beverly Hills, California. It um, is funny with romantic comedies, though. I do feel like there's a trope of like the rich girl and the poor boy, and um, I always wonder would it be like the other way around. Like if it was a rich man, it's like, oh, great, now you have to do work on yourself in this movie. They just ne- they never do that though. So <laughs> forget I said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, after that scene where her mother is like, yeah, you'll go to the hotel and don't worry about it, um, we get a montage of her flying um, or like a plane so you know that there was flight (laughs) that took place. So she flies into Northwest Florida Beach International Airport, the Panama City Beach Airport, because everything in this movie is Panama City Beach specific. Um, She walks out and goes right to the first car she sees, which is a confusing thing for me. Like that she would just go. It's not like there's a sign that says. I'm the rich girl. The limo must be for me. Yeah, but (laughs) but I guess it's an international airport. I bet there's a second. Like um, I I drove into Panama City, so I didn't use the airport there. But I assume there's probably more than one car in the parking lot when they get when you like go out there. Um, yeah, it's not even her father picking her up. She doesn't know the person picking her up. She says, yeah, she, well, she also says that she hardly knows her father. So, like, would, yeah. she, would she have recognized her dad if he'd been there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, are you about to ask a question about this? <laughs> uh, sort of, yeah. Okay. okay. Bob's, uh, hold Bob's off hand on is my hovering over like, the phone. Yeah. yeah, so, um, but as we all established, this is actually not her car. Um, does anybody remember what the first indication that it's not her car is? That like something happened. She wa- she's about to walk into the car, and then something happens. Uh, well, she's interrupted by a mime. Yes, yes. that's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. A mime jumps into frame and points at the hotel transportation. And takes her suitcase. And takes yeah. her suitcase, yeah. I'd be alarmed. Yeah. 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 So she's not getting into a fancy limo. My next question, what does she get into instead? Oh. A red golf cart. 
Yep, a red <laughs> golf cart. Um, so some real beautiful maniacs have been adding all types of <laughs> Panama City Beach-specific trivia to the IMDb page <laughs> for this movie. God bless them. I have sprinkled them throughout this game. I will be reading the trivia, and afterwards I'll be asking you all um, if you think at time of recording... Um, if the ratio of people who found that helpful versus not found that helpful um, is greater than 50% or not. The first IMDb trivia we have is from the goofs section of this film. Uh-oh. The Panama City Beach Airport is 18 miles outside of town. Golf carts cannot legally travel (laughs) on state highways. I was wondering about that. Jenny would not have been able to get from the airport to her father's hotel in a golf cart under any circumstances, (laughs) much less in the space of a song chorus. No shortcut? Yeah. It wasn't a song chorus. There was a whole song about Panama City. So I am a a um, IMDb trivia purist. Okay. And so I read them <laughs> as they are said, as they are spelt, and I leave all of it intact. So I, Fair. I, yeah, I so apologize. I don't no want to angry yeah. people. Yeah. So, so do you think it's zero to 50% of people found that or 51 or higher? I'm going to say I thought that was helpful. Um, and because everyone on IMDb seems to be from Panama City, I'm going to say over 50. Over 50% found that helpful. I also think over. Okay. I'll take the other road. You'll take the under. Say the road under. less traveled. Yes. All right. So at time of re- of like recording, two out of two people found that oh, helpful. Wow. 100%? Yeah. So you guys both get points for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And... We have not seen the last of our friends. Oh, the I'm IMDb sure. Trivia. Um, I have yeah. no doubt. Yeah. So now we have um, some Panama City propaganda. I don't have any particular questions for this first montage because, but because we basically finish all, Wait, visit I, all these locations I again. I shazammed this song to see if it was a real song mm. or if it was just for the movie, and it was. I kept getting error messages. So clearly, yeah. it was written for the movie. Oh yeah, I, it was pretty catchy. I yeah. There's only I, I tried to get information about any of the music on here. Only one, one of the song. song is available, and the two artists that it's attributed to. Is, um, internet presence is not very helpful. Like they do, I can find both the artists, but their internet presence is kind of confusing and yeah. strange. Uh, I I really, I assumed in this montage of Panama City, I was like, well, I assume there must be like some sort of tax break that happened for this movie, <laughs> or maybe like a, a local you know, Bureau of Business or something helped to sponsor it or something. It, it just, it definitely feels like this movie was sponsored by Panama City, yeah. Florida. It, this montage also reminded me of like the opening credits to The Office that like uh, John Krasinski famously filmed his first day going to Scranton or mm-hmm. the uh, the opening credits to Always Sunny in Philadelphia right. or where you see like all the shots of Philly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm like, this is just them going through Panama City, singing about Panama City. Yes. Yeah. And we're in Panama City. But also no, now knowing that it, the airport is 18 miles from <laughs> the, I guess the main part of Panama City. Citation think, needed. And but but we are okay. We're we're recording this in Philadelphia. We mm-hmm. all live in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's so, a fact that we have brought up every episode. So, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> happy, I'm happy to continue the trend. I think that maybe the best comparison to that would be Rocky. Mm-hmm. Rock, mm-hmm. It's Rocky Two, right? Where he does the the run. And he does it in the first one, d- too. The first, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, somebody had 
my actually my a friend of mine Dan McQuaid had at one point like mapped out if Rocky ran the route that you see in the movie <laughs> and it comes out to it's like an ultra marathon mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then my my friend Rebecca Barber actually does this like unofficial Rocky run every year that oh, I, I did that yeah, one she got a she got a C and D from MGM for like promoting it she's like I make no oh, money damn. I make no money on this and then <laughs> it was a hard run yeah um, so because there I'm, is, I mostly like, did it so I could just be on the top of the steps with my medal yeah. and well, take those photos. Oh, then then yeah. that was the official Rocky run. If there was a medal involved, this is like this is a whole other thing. But all of which is to say, um, knowing that you know you could you couldn't possibly have done this eighteen mile trip in a golf cart, and it's 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 probably like showing you the best of Panama City. I feel like that's more like yes, we're getting we're getting the highlights of this. We're not actually getting the full trip. And so it's not an accurate representation, but it's about the spirit of mm. the the journey. Maybe, yeah. Again, <laughs> it's, it was hard for me to... I tried to do a little bit of mapping out, but again, hurricanes are, dang, are scary. And a lot of these places don't exist anymore in the way that they are. So it was hard for me to get exact locations for all these. After the Panama City uh, montage, which like I said, we will be going over some of the... Um, the stuff about it specifically. Oh yeah. We make it to the hotel for my next question. What is the full name of the hotel? It didn't make a lot of sense. I think it was the Hit Parade Hotel. Yep, the Hit okay. Parade Hotel. Okay. Yeah, we see it a few times, um, including the business center. We get to go to the Hit Parade business center for a hot second. <laughs> How fancy. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a real place, the Hip Parade Hotel. What? Um, yeah. My dreams are shattered. I yeah. wanted to go there and see the dancing and, yeah. and oh, the well, captain. From what I understand, almost every hotel in Panama City has similar performers outside of it 24-7. Yeah. But it's just that particular hotel doesn't exist. Like It's like a 24-hour improv show. There's 24-hour dancing in the lobby at all times. Yeah, people with stilts and I, stuff like that. As somebody with ADHD... The idea of just walking into that lobby and having <laughs> 17 different performances happening all at once, I I would just shut down. <laughs> I would not know where to look, and I would just shut down. I couldn't get to the reception desk. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah, no, and, and we're, ta- we're saying things like performers. Not everybody is really performing. It's like if you consider performance just wearing a costume and like standing in a lobby as a performance, then... Yeah. Quoting 80-year-old movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was like a talent show sign up. Like people came by, they're like, I can be in your movie. I yeah. can quote Shakespeare. It's like, yeah. well, is that a talent? All right, I guess you can go yeah, in. It's like, okay, you're wearing a costume. <laughs> costume? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that hotel was not just a collective fever dream of people who didn't make it and are like, well, I'm doing this other their job but my passion is Shakespeare mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like this is what they just saw all the time and that they were doing yeah weirdly it's um I can think of like seven other musicals that we'll probably do on this podcast like the apple or maybe like the legend of the stardust brothers mm-hmm. or a bunch of other musicals where a room full of dressed like people dressed up like that would make perfect sense and this is like the one movie that i can think of where it doesn't make sense to have a room (laughs) full of people like in costume or something like that it was bizarre yeah that's the i think that's one of the pull quotes from the poster right Mm um uh but my next question, when she gets out of the golf cart, which we all know isn't street legal, okay, okay, um, she is greeted by the captain. Does anybody remember what the captain calls her? And he calls her at this time and then a few other times in the movie, so I feel comfortable asking this. 
Doesn't he m'lady her? Yep. The That's yeah. basically it, the lady of the house. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, he calls her the lady of the house, and he does it a few times. She walks inside, and we've kind of already talked about a bunch of the uh, people, the specifics, so I'm not going to like ask about that. But what I will ask is, what is um, the room number that we hear first from the receptionist? Or the, yeah, the, um, I said receptionist, but like the concierge. To be or not to be. Yeah. That. But um bum. Yep. That is the answer to the question yeah. I just said. It's, it's also not what, uh, it's also not her room number. No. Which no. I thought, no. which I was it's, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, an, it's another guest. Yeah. And then he does the, uh, what's in a name bit yes, with the rose right. for her. Yeah. I, I thought it was so bizarre when, you know, she goes up. We might mentioned this earlier. Like, she uh, goes, there's a couple there, and they're dressed up. And the guy says, you know, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And she's like, oh, Gone with the Wind, my favorite movie. And I thought to myself, what are those two people doing <laughs> yeah. the whole time? Like, are they just reenacting Community theater the that whole the, the, the no one movie? asked for? Like, yeah, yeah, they're just doing that line. They're like, what like, movie? Also, yeah. just the... Okay, neither of them, they did not look like Red Butler and Scarlett O'Hara. No. The guy, the guy looked like Mel Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's like dressed like Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. Like dressed in like There was a significant age difference. There was, yeah. He's yeah. he definitely like 30 years older than her. And also like, what 17-year-old girl in 2013 would ever say that Gone with the Wind was her favorite movie? Like, I loved that movie a lot when I was a kid because mm-hmm. um, influences from my grandparents. But by the time I was a teenager, yeah, I would too. never have said Gone with the Wind is my favorite movie yeah well again the this might be because of the uh quality of the acting or the direction but i didn't believe that that was her favorite movie from the line read oh that's my favorite movie. i think she says oh, God, with the wind that's yeah. my favorite movie yeah. like she 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 lets them know first that she knows what they're doing yeah she's picking up what they're putting down it yeah, also it, felt like an afterthought mostly because it was voiced over but it did feel yeah. like they kind of just wanted yeah. to put that in yeah. after yeah. the fact this whole um movie is acted like the one scene from the room where he goes to get the the, the plant store. Like the, <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's oh, ADR. Hi, you're my favorite customer. It, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like on one point two five speed and everything. <laughs> it's just a, it's very strange. If just, it were made today, I would have thought that an AI wrote the whole script. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it really does feel like that. Yeah, I was wondering. Definitely how, the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but that also kind of brings me to the Shakespeare guy, who I kind of think could have done more to be honest like like have him in some sort of costume or hat like have him commit or just not do it at all he was just very like in between like to be or not to be to be oh to be to be and it's just like (laughs) there's so many crazy costumes there's still there's someone dressed from um uh, gone with the wind give him a a fancy hat i don't know have him like project more or like to use his hands and pretend he's actually on stage doing shakespeare but he was just kind of half-hearted yeah. with that. Well, and then he's there's this like Penn and Teller sort of relationship with the yeah. other guy at the front yeah. desk where the other guy doesn't say anything, but he's the one who like magics the rose from white to red when Jen is checking in at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I did I did not Bob and I know each other because we've done Shakespeare together. <laughs> we can probably quote a lot of Shakespeare between us. I can't imagine just like spending my day quoting Shakespeare to my customers. <laughs> yeah. And your coworker too. Yeah. yeah. And you would run out of relevant things eventually. Yeah, if if that guy wound up like dead on the beach in Panama City, I feel like there would be many suspects amongst <laughs> the employees in the lobby at the hotel. Yeah, the one thing, uh, like, because you guys have kind of covered a lot of stuff I had written down, but the one other thing I wanted to mention about the lobby, especially in this scene, is did anybody notice 
there seem to be like 12 middle school girls in who aren't dressed up who seem to be just like watching the person on the stilts too. Like it's no. it's like there's a field trip coming yeah. through here or something like that. There were a bunch of like young kids who were not performing or anything. So it's like imagine like you're a teenager, like a preteen, and you like come to the lobby of a hotel to gawk at the weirdos who stand there. And, <laughs> well, but. yeah, I thought this too. I feel like a lot of times during the movie, there's random groups of young people who maybe are either actually high school age or like playing younger. They're like maybe slightly older, but like I, which doesn't make sense in terms of realism, no. but it does make sense in terms of the movie because this is like your high school musical. Yeah, movie. it's like a yeah, it's like a high school musical movie. Like it's like you you want to imagine that you're in a place where there are lots of people your age hanging out around and doing various things like going to get ice cream and going to like different things. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we Jennifer finally gets up to the front desk. Um, does anybody remember what the Shakespeare quote that the um, concierge recites to her here? And doesn't have to be exact, but just the gist. That's uh, th- that's that line that I was talking about from Romeo and Juliet, that what should we call a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Yeah, I think he actually misquotes well, the thing. But it's yeah. the I, I wrote down the the rose line from Romeo yeah. and Juliet <laughs> as as definitely as the one And not the not, full quote yeah, that Jill just did. No, right. As, as the yeah, I don't, as the I don't think it was lesbian. Yeah, I don't think that it was correct either. But also like just that part of the line is like it takes away from the context of the, the Yes, whole, absolutely yeah. it does. Yeah, and um yeah, I think I actually have a note about that somewhere later or something like that because I think somebody runs down all the misquotes that the like guy <laughs> says at IMDb. Um, so yeah, I, I mentioned the pen and teller thing about the, the the one guy does sleight of hand magic and doesn't say anything. Um, <laughs> she runs into Danny, the head bellboy. He introduces himself as Danny, but then immediately says, "You can call me Dan." Which begs the question why he didn't just introduce himself <laughs> right. as Dan. And no one calls him Dan yeah. and, in then, the and then no one does. Movie. Yeah. Um, but Jennifer isn't listening to him because in the other room there is jarringly loud boombox music playing and Ken is dancing. Um, I feel like this was supposed to be their West Side Story yes. moment, like yes. seeing yeah. each other across yes. the crowded dance floor sort of situation, which crowded. makes yes. sense because Ken Winters. Was in West Side Story, but like also David Winters or yeah. <laughs> David yeah. David Winters. It's okay, I got Ken on the brain too. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't have Ken on the brain? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just it was so like it in West Side Story. They see each other across and like the crowd parts, and there's everything spotlight. slows down, and there's spotlight and everything. This is just like, no, I'm going to stare at this guy who is creepily also staring back at me while yeah. dancing. Yeah, she's like leaning yeah. over to see. And there's so many spectators in this lobby. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. like a fire hazard. Well, it's, <laughs> like it's not zoned for this many people. It's the first of like maybe two or three other times in this movie where Ken starts dancing and a crowd forms around him. Yes. So like mm-hmm. no one asks for it, but they all just like, oh my God, look at that. And then they just disperse. I wasn't clear on whether amongst Ken's many responsibilities at the hotel... He was also a paid entertainer, or whether Ken right. just like walked into the lobby and started dancing. Mm-hmm. The, the spirit moved him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I also had to laugh out loud at this part and many other parts because there are a lot of moments where, uh, like the the edit cuts are so fast that it's silly. Um, <laughs> where and this is one of those moments. Danny comes up and is like. 
Hi. So we're about to cut to uh, Ken dancing, you know, so she's looking over his shoulder. But the cut is so fast that it's like, hi, I'm Danny. How are you? And it goes like immediately to Ken. And the sound design deserves a Razzie. I don't like Razzies necessarily, but I think the sound editing deserves a Razzie. When I started watching this, like my surround sound was on and I had to turn it off because I kept getting so distracted by things like that. Yeah. And it like I really meant to just ask what everybody else's experience was that because sometimes you know when you're watching on streaming the audio gets out of sync yeah Mm -hmm. but uh, that i thought that was happening the entire movie because the voices are just so So off sync all the time well and and i like when i was looking at the wikipedia page apparently like one of the things that it got consistently panned for was the dubbing oh yeah Mm -hmm. but it's not just that like the quality of the picture which you know sometimes when you put something on streaming it takes a while and it's a little staticky and it looks like it was recorded on a vcr at first right and then it clears up this whole thing looks like it was shot in an, on an iPhone 4. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it might it's probably been. It's probably just digital. It probably isn't to film. Or if it is, it's like a maybe video quality film yeah, or something it's, like it's, that. And it's yeah. overexposed. Yeah. And yeah, they're, they did not... They did not have anybody go through and master it after. Yeah. It's lit like a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, outside. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, Danny takes her up to her father's room and then sort of seems to refuse to leave. Um, again... A beautiful IMDb um, person has has some trivia for us here. Um, Though Jenny supposedly goes into her father's hotel room, it is a house in the um, Feinstein subdivision about 10 minutes away. So I looked it up. That's a housing subdivision of Panama City Beach. That's like a few... Like uh, she said, about 10-minute drive away from the main drag of Panama City. So this person knows that, like, which house the like hotel room is that's in. pretty that's crazy intense. Yeah. i mean i figured it was just like a penthouse because it was so big but there's also a staircase in it so it's, i yeah, was it's, confused it's, by that it's definitely supposed to be the penthouse at the top of the hotel but it obviously there's no hotel so there's there, <laughs> we see we see the lobby of the hotel and we see the penthouse and then and we, we, we see no other hotel rooms except for hal's no. hotel room for like five seconds when danny goes to change mysteriously goes to yeah. change the sheets and even that <laughs> looked like a motel more than anything it else. Yes. like it looked yeah. like a totally different yeah. hotel but yeah before we get off of that yeah. um, we got to go around and you guys got to put your guesses in was it greater oh. than 50 percent or 50 percent oh, oh that it was 10 minutes away uh, the ten, yeah, the IMDb trivia fact. We got to give this person their due. They mm. they went on IMDb yeah. and they typed up this weird fact that's specific to a housing <laughs> development near where the movie was filmed. So, I don't like this one as much. So I'm going to say under fifty. Under fifty percent. I'm also going to say under fifty. It doesn't really add to add to anything really in terms of the storytelling. That's not. That's sometimes a red herring. But do you under fifty? What about you? Over fifty. <laughs> Over fifty. <laughs> got to be different. Yeah. Zero out of one people found this unhelpful. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't me. I promise. I ne- I'm always just an observer on yeah. IMDb. I never yeah. the stats ahead of no. time. My next question: Jen and her father reunite. How long has it been since Jennifer's father has seen her? And it doesn't have to be exact. She quotes an exact amount, but... Uh, yes. Uh, so it's five years, and he thinks it's three years. Yeah, that's exactly right. He says it's been three years. She says it's been five years, three months, and 14 days. Um, Which implies that she counts every day she doesn't see him. Yeah, I or, or she just remembers the last it, time she saw him no, and counted fair. backwards. But also, she wasn't, 
she wasn't that excited to see him. So, like, why would she be keeping track that closely? Well, in this scene, like she was excited yes. to see him. Not in the previous yes. scene. <laughs> the, she was so excited to, go, to see him that she called him by the, the very affectionate name of Father. Yeah, yeah. Father. She's Hello, awkward. Father. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hi, Jen. And she's like, Father. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, that maybe he, she did it as a guilt trip then, just to be like, it's been this many days since you've reached out. And mm-hmm. I count it for this purpose. It's like the right. sign at Wawa. It's been this many days since we last had a safety incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the next um, question I have is, how, what um, excuse does he give as to why he hasn't seen her? <laughs> I love all the exposition in this scene. Uh, he was so focused on his fighting. Yeah, he said he got so caught up in the fight game. The fight game, yeah. yeah. The Literally, game. these sentences are like, I think her, her thing, the thing that she said to prompt that was like, well, you know, you, just, you really haven't been in my life that much. And he's like... Well, I've just been so hung up with the fight game. Yeah, it's like yeah. I've just been fighting. It's on. Yeah, <laughs> that's a spitoff. Yeah. Nice. He. It seems like he's still fighting, but also now he's gone into this additional venture of of hotel management. Yeah. <laughs> they go like, hand in hand. He's, yes, I mean, I know that I'm sure that there are fighters who also have a stake in a hotel, but like. He runs the hotel, right. presumably. And it, it would be like it's not a it's not a boxing themed hotel. Yeah, I was thinking that too. It's like, why is there so much dance there if that's like not something he introduced to the space? Yeah, right. He doesn't seem to be for or against it. He almost seems to not notice that there's dancing going on. The only time he uh, he seems to like acknowledge the dancing is the dancing his daughter does. Yeah, right at the very end. Yeah, even though his lobby is lousy with weirdos who are dancing or dancing adjacent things. Yes. It also didn't make sense why he didn't if she's been dancing for 5 years and he hasn't seen her in 5 years, why hasn't he invited her down to his dance centric hotel yes. sooner than now? Also, she would have loved it. He also talks later on about like what a good dancer she is, that he knows what a good dancer she is, but it's like if you haven't seen her in 5 years and she's only been dancing for five years. Yeah. Uh, how, how? Father's intuition. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they make small talk like two people who haven't seen each other in five years. He asks, how is your kitty? And how is your flight? <laughs> and your mom says you've been studying dance. Um, which, again, he, 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 clearly he hasn't seen her dance. Um, hearing your child is studying dance in a place like this is like hearing she's a Pokemon trainer in the Pokemon <laughs> world. <laughs> this is a place where everything revolves around dance. People, as we drove through Panama City, we didn't really talk about it, but they're dancing yes. like next yeah. to all of the attractions. Yeah. I was waiting if that was going to be a question then I forgot, but there was yeah. like, they drove by a mini golf course and they used their mini golf clubs to like, as like to canes, do yeah. Yeah. Cane yeah. dance. Everyone dances here. Yeah. But their bonding is cut short as her father is called away to work, which I believe is how every scene that he is in ends. Um, Left alone, she decides to take in some PCB nightlife. Um, (laughs) She she walks around, I think, only two carnival attractions and then goes to Club La Vela. Yeah, Um, she walks around them. She doesn't necessarily go on them. No, she doesn't interact with them or anything, yeah. And she's wearing, like, Shoes that I don't know that I would want to do that much walking in. Same. Yeah. As yeah. somebody who's walked around that part of Pan, it's it's like there's not a ton of sidewalks. Like the sidewalks <laughs> come and go. Like it's a it's a good place to get an Uber. Like mm. in that area of PCB, if I'm if I'm getting that right. Um, yeah, she's not dressed to be wandering around in the evening no, in Panama like a, City. At least like three four inch wedges she has. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I would be so uncomfortable after like ten minutes. Right. Yeah. 
So the club um, La Vela is a real place, or I should say was a real place. It was in, shut down um, in 2018 after Hurricane Michael caused um, major damage to the club. But um, yeah, it is the it was at the time the largest um, all ages club in the United States and has a very long Wikipedia page, which I'm not going to go into because that would be even more that would be even more egregious for the length of this podcast. Man, our, uh, our internet is controlled by these Panama Cityans. Like mm-hmm. they they really leave their mark. Yeah, so she enters the club and she sees Ken dancing, but not seemingly to the beat of the song. And I just assume that every sentence where I say dancing ends with that, too. Like, because the songs are so aggressively added afterwards that it's like they're not even dancing to a click track of the same song. So it's not it's not uncommon in like dancing movies for them to have something different that you're dancing to. And like even in music videos, sometimes it's something different that you're dancing to. But they try to at least get it. So it's the same same beat beat. the same tempo, something, or they can slow or speed the film to work out with the music that they're they're ultimately planning on doing. Because sometimes it's like we don't have the rights to a song for this scene yeah. yet, so we're just going to like, or it hasn't been written, yeah. or it's like yeah. going to be, yeah, yeah. 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 It like, all so sounds like a good idea. Yeah. It's like so, we're just going to put Beyonce on. You dance to Beyonce, and we'll we'll fix it in post. <laughs> but you fix it in post. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the one of the another pull of quote from this movie too. You fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> so um, they introduce themselves. Um, for actors who are definitely not teenagers, Ken and Jen sure are awkward like yes. to, around oh, each yeah. other like mm-hmm. teenagers. That they hit, they like disappear into the roles when it's the two of them talking to each other. <laughs> it's You mean acting? Yeah. <laughs> she asks how long he has been dancing. Five years. And he says five <laughs> years, yeah. Um, they start dancing. Um Danny looks on in an extremely menacing way. Oh my god, I thought that yeah. he was gonna like actually do something about it, but no, he's just gonna stare. Yeah. Yeah, not creepy yeah. at all. No. Yeah. yeah. People cut in randomly while they're dancing. Um, and then they stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like they cut in, but then within five seconds they're like, Oh, we're back together. Yeah, that I thought that would have been menacing too. Like everything's trying to keep them apart and they can't get back no. to each other. But right. then they do. No. It it happens right. and it's done with. Yeah. I so like if you go to a salsa club, it's not unusual for there to be like a turn and you, you're temporarily with another partner and then you turn back and you're with the first partner. That's fine. That part didn't throw me off that much. To do the dancing that they did together, having never met, with her ballet background and his I don't know what kind of dancing we want to call it background, that was that was what was unrealistic for me. Mm-hmm. Not the partner swapping, mm-hmm. the actual dancing. What are you talking about? This movie is just like Save the Last Dance. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they um, leave the club after they do their one or two songs inside. Um, does anybody remember where they go next? It's at that same night. Uh, is this the part when they go to like those little shops and they go to the giant shark's mouth? Okay. Uh, no. And it's later. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's later. Hmm. Uh, do they go back to the hotel? Does he take her a ride on his scooter? Back that to the is hotel? after this, but they okay. do something in between. Oh, that. okay. Yeah. Um, do you have a guess? I. This isn't when they went to buy the necklace either. I'm. I'm. That's the same thing that she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, they go to like a carnival. Oh, right. Yeah. And then I think um, this is the scene where she asks why he dances. Um, Does anybody remember what he says there? 
It's my life. Yeah, he says, it's my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his only chance to be something. Again, he's an orphan. So in this movie, he's really like, in, like he has a job and like, but in order to rise above his rank of orphan, he and needs to This was do the something. part when I was watching this movie alone in my house with no one else there where I just started <laughs> singing, I'm just Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. Like, it was just so angsty. I loved it. So like, it, teenage, teenagers who come from a, a disadvantaged background mm-hmm. and they're talking about like the, my only chance to get out of here. Usually they're talking about the military or they're talking about sports. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody who's ever been like dancing. That's going to be yes. my ticket out of this shithole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the statewide competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what's going to do it. Because it, it wasn't like you get a scholarship to the University of Florida. It wasn't like you get any money. But, no, you get $100,000. Oh, oh, I know. Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh, which was, that was a huge prize. It was on the poster. Yeah. It was. Uh, no. I'm, I'm surprised that wasn't one of your questions. Yeah, but yeah the, I am too. Wow. <laughs> the prize pot was $100,000, which is not insignificant. Presumably, you need to split it with your partner. So, like, when you're 17 years old, half like $50,000 is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And when you're 32, $50,000 is <laughs> yeah. a lot of money. Uh, but you, just knowing that. This was the like his ticket out of town was dancing. It was like, okay, you won a statewide competition. Now what? So I wasn't sure if he was trying to get out of town though. Like he had no yeah. aspirations. He did nothing past being a dishwasher. It felt to me more like I need to win this competition to prove to myself that I'm worth something or that like my whole identity is dance. So if I don't win this, then who am I? Right. Mm-hmm. He's just kidding. It wasn't even like he needed to win the competition to prove something to her dad. Yeah. No, well, there it, it, we do get that later, and then that's dropped. But yes. <laughs> well, I mean, like we get we like we get her dad's disapproval later, and it's really not clear whether it's a class thing or a race thing or feels like a class thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he didn't see him at all. Right. He's like a dishwasher. Well, but, he, but he knew who he was. He was like, "Is that that dishwasher boy?" Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's much more complicated than that, than all. <laughs> the, yes, I somehow you're right, but it's even more so. <laughs> Yeah. Th- this movie has a plot and a backstory the way mm, that a porno yeah. film has a <laughs> plot and a backstory. It's like you're it's just there so that you can get to the exciting stuff. And it's like this movie, it's just there so we can get to the dancing and so we can yeah. get it's on. Um I like because you know in like yeah, it real in realistically I was thinking this, like, he's clearly a dancer who knows forms. So he's like, like, he's able to do the spins. He knows the ballet. Like, I don't know anything about anything. But but he seems like he knows what he's doing. You can't, I wouldn't imagine that you could get to that point without having taken a lot of lessons. Yeah, and absolutely. if you've taken a lot of lessons, then you have a teacher. You have, like, some, probably some people who took lessons with you. Like, you've got some community around there. He doesn't seem to have that, right. which mm-hmm. is, like, very unrealistic. And, and how mm-hmm. could he afford those? classes in the first yeah, place. Yeah. Well, when he took the classes, he also washed the studio's dishes <laughs> when he yes, was like 10 yes. years old to but afford to be there. This isn't, you know, because it's not like, like you mentioned Save the Last Dance mm-hmm. and Save the Last Dance, like part of that central conflict is like the ballet versus the street dance, like the yep. the, the mm-hmm. taught dance versus the like dance that you pick up that you learn. And the ungodly marriage of them at the end. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody really needed that. Um, but, you know, here it's like the dance, it's not like he's a break dancer and she's a ballerina. Yeah. Like yeah. the dancing that they're doing is generally pretty compatible. And where does that come from, from either of their backgrounds? Yeah, because we really don't see her do ballet besides that one scene in right. the beginning. Like I never really thought of her as a ballerina because she was only, like she was also doing all those other 
modern. I don't right. know what to call it. It wasn't really dance. But then we see him doing those a la Sacone turns, which are the turns where you have, it's like, it's a pirouette, where, but you have one leg extended out to the side the entire time. And those okay. are really, really, really hard. And that's something, it's not just a ballet thing, but generally in order to do it, you've got at least some ballet training. Mm-hmm. So she does like very basic ballet at the beginning. She's she's warming up. She's doing like moving in and out of different positions and and he is doing this like extremely complex type of turn <laughs> that you don't have to learn from a ballet class, but you generally would learn from from being in the ballet world. And the the choreo- the choreography is really not bad. It is just that the choreography does not make sense for the plot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did like seeing him do those. I thought they were pirouettes when he was spinning at first, but uh, I liked that because he was really good at that, and I just called them his angry spins. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, like uh, an Alice Cohn turn is, is like a pirouette, but you keep the leg extended out to the side. A pirouette, mm-hmm. you have your, your knee bent and turned out to the side with the foot kind of nestled into the other leg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, I think, <laughs> foite turns, I think, are the other ones where you're alternating between the two. You bring the leg out and bring it in, bring the leg mm-hmm. out and bring it in. And normally you see... Female dancers doing the Fuate turns and male dancers doing the Alicicone turns, but they can, anybody can do either of them as long as you've got the training. Well, I guess I'll have to not ask those questions. Right <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I, I figured I would be safe giving a little bit of ballet yeah. vocabulary that it wasn't going to screw up your plans. Yeah, I don't think I have any of those words on this script. Um, the words I do had are moped. He next, <laughs> he next drives her back to the hotel on his moped. He seems to be pushing her away at this point, but she will not yeah. take no for yeah. an answer. She really wants him. And the captain comes up to her and they have a back and forth about chariots and pumpkins i think i think i prefer the pumpkin wiser words were never spoken he responds (laughs) too many metaphors everything that happens with the captain is like the most important thing that he's ever witnessed or the most like serious thing he's ever witnessed and that's why i love him like that character kind of bothered me because there's a trope in in film and literature of the magical negro yeah Yeah. i thought that and the captain was so much that that every time it was like couldn't like why couldn't you make Ken black and yeah. like not have assigned these attributes to like the fairy godmother like sees mm. all omniscient like why why did it have to be the only black performer in the show yeah the and, movie? and it's yeah. not but it's not like they gave him an a like famously african-american style of dance for him to do oh, yeah, after no, every time yeah. like, like associated with As the african-american popping music. and locking originated yeah. in russia in the 1930s yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no and you're absolutely right i just i that i wouldn't call him an actor but i know he's a dancer he just had such a great energy about him that it just made me happy whenever he was in a scene i'm like yeah. oh the captain's here he's, no ah, he's you're, great you're absolutely right about the way he's written in but you're also absolutely right that he was a delight in the whole movie i really enjoyed him yeah he has i i mean with somebody like him who it's like the whole time you just have to be happy and you have to just right he's the only one whose energy matches the weirdness of this movie well and then then also apparently he's the he's a a very talented mc and well known throughout all of panama city for the dance performance and the statewide competition competition. yeah yeah No, like, I did wish that the other dancers brought that energy he did because most of the time they were kind of boring. Mm-hmm. He he didn't it didn't feel like he was reading his lines off of a prompter every time he was on screen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um so the next day Ken returns to do the dishes and the captain gives him a warning. Does anybody remember what the warning that he gives Ken? So the next day he's driving back on his moped and he's walking into the 
Um, it doesn't have anything to do with anything else in the movie, but it's another <laughs> metaphor that the captain says. Keep this place ship shape. <laughs> That's more of an admiral thing, Bob, not the captain. Um, don't fly too close to the sun, Icarus. That's like weirdly closer. It was very, not, yeah. yeah. It, was, it really was kind of a like watch your back, know your place sort of thing, but I don't remember the exact metaphor that he yeah, used. Yeah, so he's not saying watch, he's saying watch your back, but not because he's saying know your right. place. He says, um, careful, the the vultures are yes. out today. Oh, oh, oh. And there's one vulture in short shorts and um, <laughs> like um, like a button-down shirt uh, wandering I, around. And they panned over to Danny and I laughed out loud at his shorts. <laughs> like, it, it's, And it's not unusual that you would be wearing shorts at Penwood City, but for some reason, he just looks so silly. Well, he's the tall. Shorts. I think he might be the tallest he's actor really tall. other yeah. than the captain who yeah. is dressed like well. But like he's got like a... It's, like, it's the short shorts and like really blousy shirt. Yes. Yeah. And he's yeah. supposed he's to be like, long, yeah. like the head bellboy and usually there's a uniform that bellboys yeah. wear but it's clearly not like right. did he also get to work late did he get to work like one minute earlier than ken so yeah. now he's gonna make ken feel <laughs> shitty about being late yeah as someone who used to have a job where i had to wear uh not flatter flattering high-waisted khaki shorts and a polo shirt that billowed out i i felt for that because it doesn't mm-hmm. look good on anyone no yeah so danny chews out ken for being late i was having trouble with my scooter I think you were having trouble with your brain. Yeah. I kind of, I kind yeah. of. Can like, you report him for yeah. like HR or something? Yeah. I kind of judged up that line. Imagine if it was more atonal. Yeah. Somebody who talks pretty atonally on this podcast. Um, why don't you dance yourself up to Mr. Sanders' suite and make his bed? Uh, not something that a like a dishwasher, <laughs> a dishwasher traditionally right. does. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely at that moment was like, wait, but he's a dish. Why? Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that moment, I'm like, wait, Bernie Sanders is staying at this hotel. <laughs> the millionaires and billionaires don't want you to dance, Ken. <laughs> if, if he had been a Gen Zer, he would have complained about that's not my job description, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to work outside those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Want to support that too? Mm. Yeah, I wrote here. Danny is so angry that he's dancing yeah. with Jennifer. Yeah, we're Danny dancing. And Jennifer? Uh, the, the Danny's jealous of Ken dancing. Oh, with Jennifer. oh yeah, okay, Danny okay, is okay, so sorry. jealous yeah. that Ken is dancing with Jennifer, and um, I feel like we're missing the scene where that establishes the distinction in our world where dancing is not life or death. Yes, and <laughs> the world of Panama City Beach where dancing is like you eat and breathe dancing right but it's it's never like expressed before this that danny is also a dancer and would also like to enter the competition and is looking for a partner like it, it that could have been established so early on like oh hey let me ha- take your bags to your dad's room for you he said that you're a dancer did you know about this competition i happen to be looking for a yeah, partner yeah. and if they had established that first and then she sees ken and then it's like there's a reason for there to be some tension with like, she already said she's going to dance with me. It's like, yeah, but she really wants to dance with me. Then <laughs> there would be some reason for that animosity. But instead, they just made Danny a dick and kind of like incelly. Yeah. And at this point, yeah. Ken doesn't seem to want be interested in Jennifer. He they Obviously, it's like the sort of unsung right. like, chemistry between them. But Ken at this point is like, I don't think we should continue right. to see each other. But even if he had been interested in Jennifer, like, Ken has a dance partner. Yes, this competition mm-hmm. is real soon. Mm-hmm. So Can we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and so it could it could be like, hey, you're a really good dancer. 
I happen to be entering this dance competition. You should come meet my partner sometime. Like there could have also been a way to alleviate that tension. The stakes here are so abysmally low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they don't make us feel that way. Yeah, because like obviously like with dancing, you have a partner and that's separate than your personal partner right. in life. But like they treat it like it is a high school crush. It's like, well, you're not dancing. You're dancing with her. Oh, you must not really like me. It's like, yeah. no, they've been practicing. Yeah. Well, like they've been established already. But also the whole like your dad's making you go out on a date. So I'm going to be really shitty to you. Oh, Oh, we'll get mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, we, <laughs> I, yeah. I have thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have to cut to Mr. Sanders' room first. Right. Um, and his bed's already been made, so he makes Ken make it again. So not only is he a curmudgeon, he's also well, loud. Like, I got the mean impression to... that he hadn't slept in his bed. Not that it, like it was already made, just that it hadn't ever been unmade. You are reading into this movie. <laughs> like, there's so much depth that you see. This this movie is like a reflecting pool to me, and you are like diving into I'm, it. I, no, I'm, keep I'm going. It's usually what I validating get, in no. it. This is usually what I get made fun of for. So keep it up. Yeah. This this is a movie you can read and get the gist of. <laughs> You don't even have to see anything. <laughs> um, so um, Ken um, refers to Sanders by a certain nickname that really sets him off. Does anybody remember what that was? So fast. Pops. Yes, he calls him Pops. This will be important later when we find out that Ken is an orphan. Something that's really important in this movie, yes. but is only said like one once. time. It's mentioned yeah. once and yeah. it's insulting. Yeah, if uh, this is a in-joke that I think it's just between me and Steve, but if anybody has seen the film Black Dynamite, which is like a sort of a, a send-off and a spoof to black exploitation movies, they make fun of Black Dynamite, the character for not having any parents in a flashback scene. <laughs> and one of the characters says, you're an orphan. That means you don't have any parents. And, <laughs> and so the, every time there was like orphan-related stuff, I'm like, you don't have any parents, Ken. You're an orphan. Also, like this is another one of those like archaic, yeah things that like david winters wrote this movie thinking that it was still the 50s like yeah. naming yeah. the character shotzi but also then you know like pops like yeah the fact that the that he would be so upset because like that's what my son used to call me it's like no it wasn't yeah. <laughs> it absolutely was not mm-hmm. but like we were so close to using daddy-o like it was just <laughs> so so much not of the time when yeah. this is set. It's crazy that no one is snapping in this movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, he was in West Side Story. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just have so much in West Side Story, he like broke his ability to snap. Oh, I would Maybe, have loved yeah. if there was a dance fight in this movie. Yeah. 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 I th- there should have been. There should Danny been. and Ken. Maybe exactly. it was cut. Dance off. Come on. Yeah. Every dance sequence in this movie was a dance fight between the movie and me skipping the, <laughs> like, that part of the movie. See, the only part that I wanted to see was the dancing. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's why I'm the one who wrote like 14 pages. <laughs> <laughs> Jen meets Ken walking back with the linens from Mr. Sanders' room and convinces him to abandon his job where his direct supervisor and apparently his like um, the supervisor supervisor already don't like him and show her around the city. So I don't have a question about that exactly. But we, for the second week in a row, we have a romantic montage. Well, hold on before you <laughs> yeah, get yeah, to yeah, the yeah. romantic <laughs> montage. Yeah. So, like, this was absurd. She comes up to him and she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, no, you don't need to do this. And throws the sheets on yes. the ground. And she's like, it's okay. I'm the boss's daughter. Right, and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure no one will be upset that you circumvented the processes right. of this hotel. Yeah, nobody, nobody's going like, to hate that you're throwing your weight around. Right. I just showed up yesterday. Yeah. And but, also, well, you'd think that she would then go to her father at some point and be like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, by the like way she does I did do that. Right. by the way please yeah. still pay him I yes. made him stop working yeah. well, right. also 
like right when we when he first arrives, Danny's like, "We'll see if you still have a job at the end of your shift," sort of thing. Yeah. So the fact that Ken is totally fine with just like, "Okay, yeah, you only have to ask me once. We'll just well, I'll take you around the town." And then when they get back, there's never any mention of it. There's there's never a moment of like, "Where were you today?" Like, if we're talking about places where we could have added some dramatic tension, <laughs> Danny could have fired Ken. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that would have established would have, some stakes which, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, right, <laughs> we were exactly. like, we're not doing this because, movie. Yeah. This is a plotless movie. So, but I mean, think about like in Dirty Dancing, we have like Patrick Swayze's character is is his job is in peril at the camp, and that is where part of the tension comes from. Mm-hmm. And it would have been so easy to be like, you have to dance your way back into my good graces, yeah. sort of situation, <laughs> or like he's now dancing on behalf of another hotel. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, right. you know? the like, the other dancehall centric right. hotel yeah. that's yeah. in Panama. And, City, well, that yeah. would have made stakes for the father too to be like, oh, I really have to go to this board meeting because we're losing money to that other hotel. Yeah, like, now they have Ken. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, at the end, it's like Ken, please come back and dance for us. Like if this mm-hmm. had been the hotel's dance team rather than just like, yeah, anybody who wants to dance here can sign Somebody up. Somebody get a and notepad. We're writing finals. a better movie yeah. right now. <laughs> well, this is also the first scene too where like up until this point, like they told us Jen was rich, that she was well off, but I never saw her like kind of act spoiled. And this was the first scene where I'm like, oh, you're a princess. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. is really, like, and yeah. they, they yeah. mentioned so many times like, welcome to your palace. But she never herself <laughs> yeah. does anything to like, there's going to be a second time in this movie where she does something and I will get to that because it's terrible. But like this is really the first time where it's like, oh, you may not be a good person because yeah. will he get paid for this? Will he get in trouble for right. this? Are you just making him like not work because of what you want? And yes. it felt very off pace. The but. one thing that is very believable about it is that she would get away with that because her father's a bad father. And she's, and she's a pretty white girl. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, exactly. This, you know, ethnically ambiguous yeah. dishwasher <laughs> yeah. is going to take the, the fall for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back to the movie, we, Ken and Jen spend their day not, uh, working, going on a romantic montage. So I'm going to go around the room and ask you guys to name one of the set pieces that comes up during the dance, the like romantic montage. So, um, and again, it doesn't have to be in any order, just kind of describe one of the things that they go to. And I'm, it's specifically to this montage during this, because there are other montages. I want to make that abundantly clear. Okay. So specifically the montage that they go to this day. Let's go with they uh, are roller skating. Yep, roller skating is one of them. Yeah, this is when they're at the giant shark shop and he buys her the necklace. Yes, yeah. they, they do go... It's Big Willie's Surf and Swim, a real tourist trap that you can go to in Panama City Beach. And yeah, because like the table is set up outside of the shark's yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, there are probably real customers in there that they're like, you can shoot outside. Yeah. Of thing. yeah. <laughs> and they probably did the other scenes like at the same time right. where the people are dancing with the golf clubs or whatever. So this is also this is it ends in the ice cream shop with yep. the food fight. Yep, uh, yeah, food fight. That's um pink pelican ice cream bar. Right. I have getting into a food fight in an ice cream bar is not cool. Someone has to clean that yeah. up. <laughs> yes, it, but at first also like they you know they get, cool. they they start it. There's a little bit of like oh haha cute, and everybody around them is just gawking at them. Yeah. Like, did you you yeah. gotta have a line producer there yeah. being like just. Look like, at the person ahead in front of you. Like, they're waiting to instigate or, this yeah. food fight. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, 
look at it and react, but it's it's like they're counting. They're like, okay, yeah. so like I'm she's so gonna throw, and then he's gonna throw, and then we're gonna count to eight, and then we're all gonna start throwing. Yeah, I'm surprised we don't see one of the extras like mouthing. They're like, yeah, yeah. Well, it felt like a lot of these people were from Panama City, and just like they probably were just picked off the street. That was mm-hmm. a feel I got with a lot yeah. of these things. Yeah, I. That's possible. <laughs> um, well, hopefully, some of our friends at Panama City will add that information in on the IMDb <laughs> page. Um, so you're up. Uh, they lady and the tramp a milkshake. They're like drinking out oh, yeah. of like both sides of it. Um, yes, they share yeah. an ice cream float. Is what milkshake I have here. But milkshake and then also ice cream. Yeah, I know. I yeah. put that on. I was put that in my notes. I was like, oh yeah, they they went to ice cream twice. Yeah, there's... I mean, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I guess nobody's got nobody has to worry about lactose intolerance. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's a fantasy world where yeah. nobody's lactose intolerant. Sounds mm-hmm. nice. You up? Um, okay, there was a scene where I think they either saw like a poster advertise, advertising a fight maybe, and so they pretend to fight each other, oh, yeah. and then she puts her arm up and like, I'm the champion! Yep, imitating martial artists because if, they see a poster on a wall. She says, <laughs> I am the champion of the world. Was yeah, the world quoting? Yeah, she's, I am the king of the world, and I but, don't know what the, but, yeah. But she says, I am the champion no, of the, the world. world. Yeah. 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 It's a so shame it's like, they didn't give her a second she's, take. She's combining queen and titanic. Yeah. Or there's that Roald Dahl book called Danny, Champion of the World, but that feels like a very obscure reference, yeah. that's a children's book. Yeah. yeah. She did have that drawn-on mustache when she had that scene, so. <laughs> um, so I think you're up. Yeah, there's, um, there's some, like, sitting on a bench that is distinctive looking enough that later on when she walks by that bench, she's sad. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think that's like watching the sunset. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like the same as the previous one, but I even wrote like distinct enough that it's its own thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like right after they roller skate. Um, okay, they go on, I don't know what they're called. They're like these little like sort of uh, ski things in the water where that shoots water. Oh, yeah, the yeah. I looked. Like I looked it up. It's called jetboarding. Jetboarding. Yeah. Okay. So yes, they go jetboarding, which seems like one of those things where like, I, I that probably is like a few hours or whatever. They take you out probably mm-hmm. on the thing. Like it's. I'm curious about how long it would take to do all of the things in Panama City that they do in the montage. Might have um, just used their whole budget on that part two to rent that thing. <laughs> yeah. So I've got three more um, here. So we'll see if you guys get wow. them all. Or... Um, so I'm trying to remember because I really hope when we're done with this part, we talk about the song that was playing. Oh, my God. Um, I really, really want to talk about that <laughs> yeah. song. But I'm trying to see if the song, because the, the songs in this movie are like a Greek chorus. They are walking us through. And I almost wish there was a Greek chorus just like in the yeah. background while these things were happening. But they walk us through everything that's happening and everything the actors are feeling because we can't tell by their acting. But um, there were a few things that lined up with the song. But now I, I, I don't think I can think of anything else. Yeah. Take them out. Okay, you want to yeah. pass? Do you have a? You remember? They they stroll along and kind of jog along the beach. Yep, I have running through seagulls on the beach. Yes. They're like hand in hand. They like scare seagulls. I think that's the first thing they did. Is like, that is yeah. the first thing that they did? Yeah. Or do, do you have my notes or something? <laughs> uh, do you have a? Um, I guess there's two more things I have written. Oh goodness. Um... Oh no! I was trying to think of like a Florida political joke. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I uh, I think I'm out. Uh, they ride on his moped. Uh, no, they don't okay. ride on his moped. That's a good in this. Guess. Uh, do you have any more guesses? I'm out. Okay, so the other two things that I had written 
They go go karting around the city. Oh, right. oh. I couldn't I couldn't get a hold of our IMDb friend to know if yeah, that's also what's street the, what's legal. What's the speed limit um, for go karts on the street? No, I couldn't find out. And then after they do their ice cream float, they go outside the diner where there's an Elvis and a Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah. And, they, yeah. and they both imitate that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those are all the things I have written for the romantic montage. And all of the things that are in Panama City. And, uh, <laughs> and all of the things at in this first round. Uh, Mo, do you mind reading the scores for the first round? Certainly. Um, in third place, we have Bob with seven points. In second place is myself with nine. And in first place is Jill with 11. Wow. Back to the movie. Yeah. The next morning question mark I have here. She has breakfast with her dad. Her dad asks her where she's been. Clearly not paying attention to her again. He, they live in the same uh, uh, hotel. I'm, he's like, "Where have you been?" Yeah, I, I, yeah. He invited yeah. her down, yeah. and then yeah. hasn't was spent he time not with there her. when she got home last night? I guess not. Yeah, he tries to set her up with Danny, but Jen just, is not interested. Just weird. I just yeah. want to mention how like, we're going to get into how weird that is, but it's very weird. He's trying to push a guy on his teenage daughter. Yeah, yeah. a yeah. guy who's probably older than her too. If he's yeah. like, if he's yeah. the head bellboy, yeah. He's he's probably like college age and beyond. You yeah. would just expect a father to be like, I don't want you dating at all. Not to be like, you can date, but just this one person who I approve of. Yeah, it's always that one. This is like a sort of an exercise I go through sometimes where I'm like, obviously with the um, limits of filming like different people, like especially children or something like that. It's like, I wish I could like see in the vision of the director how old they would have wished. Like they could have found a like a 14 year old who's like a dancer who can like be in this movie or something like that. And it's like, would it be the case that Denny would be like 10 years older than her or something like that? Or, um, yeah, so she, um, she mentions that she's interested in a boy who works at the hotel He's a dishwasher, and I think he does a bunch of other things too. Yes. Is the line, which He's again, talk is, away. It's like yeah. the other duties as a sign yeah. bit that's in job descriptions mm-hmm. to, to just justify. I've worked in a lot of nonprofits, and mm-hmm. so it's it's always the like, yes, you are the director of communications, and also sometimes we're going to have you stuff envelopes mm-hmm. and also be able to lift forty pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no. almost like he's justifying the the what part that where they asked him to go turn over the sheets. It's right. like, oh, he does dishes. Oh, and uh, also he does other stuff too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It felt like they so realized that like halfway through and right. just added that line in the day of shooting just to talk away like the fact that he he turned the sheets over. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her dad gets upset for no reason. He doesn't want her to date a dishwasher, <laughs> just a bellboy. Um, I know. I, I noted that like. <laughs> Uh, at least they don't like pull any punches in this movie like they don't walk around it like it's just straight up the dad's like I don't want you dating a dishwasher well it's better than him saying I don't want you dating that brown guy which is what I was kind of worried about yeah for for how somebody who's as tan as that guy is like (laughs) yeah yeah, he is (laughs) He's got yeah, a weird tan. <laughs> D- Dad was a little orange. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as an absentee father, I feel like he's just very demanding about what she's like, who she's allowed to be with and not to be with. He's a little bit of entitlement there, which has not felt earned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The dad sets Denny and Jen, Jenny up. Uh, listen, my dad's making me go out with you tonight. And so I'm going to do it. But don't expect me to have a good time, okay? <laughs> That's yeah. rather rude, isn't it? Denny responds. Yeah, it yeah, kind it of is. is. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote in my notes immediately after. I agree with Danny later when he says, you're not really trying. Or you're not even trying. I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. She's not. 
Like, yeah. at least just be friendly. Like, you, or, or say it's not a date. Say you're grabbing right. dinner. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm letting you know, like, this is not a date for yeah. me. Exactly. My dad wants me to get dinner with. At, yeah. At this point, I, I feel like Denny is is a try hard, and Denny is sort of like, somebody said, like, incel-y sort of, mm-hmm. but he hasn't done anything like at least in Jen's presence yeah Yeah. like he's mean to Ken which we know but it's weird how and and again you could have one scene where Ken's like yeah Danny really treats me badly right because I'm an orphan for or somewhere whatever (laughs) um but like then she would know not to like him right Jen does kind of instantly dislike Danny like it's very much just like and and she even tells her dad he's not my type so like she knows that and maybe she's not giving him a chance but she's also just instantly just like she's basing it on appearances at that point yeah yeah maybe well, it's the khaki shorts, shorts. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh this, Sorry, this guy who one. like how how dare he help me take my bags up to my hotel room mm-hmm. which is his and, job as the head right bellboy. and like mm-hmm. off say if there's anything else that i need he's happy to help like mm-hmm. what what has he done to you if he's not your like if you are not physically attracted to him that's one thing but like He's not my type. You've met this guy for five seconds when he carried your bags up. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not saying I that she like, needs to give him a chance. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I do like. I think the first scene he was pretty insistent, and I can see her just trying to shut it down because, like, it's yeah. a man imposing and being yeah. like, "Hey, I, I want just talk to you and not. I'm not taking a hint right now." So I can see that, but like, I think it was like love at first sight with Ken. I guess like saw seeing him in the lobby, she yeah. had eyes for no one else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it also is weird that when somebody would say that to you, wouldn't you be like, okay, maybe we won't go on the date <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, right. Like if a woman said that to me, even if it was my boss's daughter, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't go yeah. do that. I'll let you off the hook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or well, make Danny a bit more entitled to be like, well, I always get what I want. I think yeah. he should have been a rich person staying at the hotel as opposed to being a working person there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it felt very out of place. Or even if he, like, if he'd been like the golf pro, mm-hmm. the like... You know, there there are things in a hotel that kind of communicate that, like, he's not here because he's, like, in a working class service job. He's here because he has a particular set of skills that are generally acquired when you have money. Mm-hmm. And he's he's doing this as a, like, summer job, at, you know, like, the golf pro, tennis pro sort of thing. It's like, yeah, he's home from Harvard. And where yeah. he's on the tennis team and he's doing this because his dad is my best friend sort of thing. Instead, he's the head bellboy. Yeah. yeah. The, all Again, we know like, about him is that and that he wears those khaki shorts. Yeah. Yeah. We know yeah. nothing yeah. else about there's, him. There's no inner life. There's yeah. no backstory. Does he drive a moped? We don't know. He's always at the hotel when we yeah. see him. Yeah, like it would have made more sense if his parents were staying at the hotel and were friends with uh, with Jen's dad and like he knew him for a long time and like, oh, he came from good family. Like that would just yeah. make more sense. It just, it was really just like, I want you dating the bellboy, not the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But their conversation about their date is interrupted by noise. Um, and I say noise specifically here because once again, we get music coming in very loudly. Uh, for my next question, does anybody remember who is performing Shotzi. Yeah. Um, Danny says, oh, that's Shotzi and some of our main dance performers. That implies that A, the hotel employs dancers and that B, they employ enough dancers that those are the featured here are only some of the main dancers. No wonder the dishwasher has to make the beds as well. Like they're, they're stretched real thin on their dancer budget. Um, Ken, Ken is there, and Shotzi brings him into dance, which makes a lot more sense when we find out they're partners, because mm-hmm. otherwise, how would they know the choreography? 
Um, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jen goats Danny into dancing. Um, and Danny says he can dance better, but he just falls into the routine that everyone else is doing. So yeah. he dances the same, the same, which is still impressive, yeah. but yeah. it's yeah. not better. They rehearse every Thursday yeah. night. So everyone yeah. knows his choreography. Yeah. And I, like, He's he's clearly a talented dancer. Like he clearly knows what he's doing. And this may have been a character choice, not a choreography choice, but he's he seems like so heavy on his feet huh? compared to everybody else. There's just it's not it's not that he doesn't know the choreography, it's not that he doesn't know how to move his body. It's just that every step he takes, it's like you can hear it, whereas everybody else feels like they're very light on their feet. And that that may have been a decision that he made is like I'm Ken and I'm going to be grumpy or I'm Danny and I'm going to be grumpy. Um, or it may have just been like, he didn't know the choreography as well as everybody else. <laughs> Why am I like, you should be the one, um, hosting this pod. <laughs> you, you know, things about, I know like hands and feet. That's about as far <laughs> as my dancing goes. I know which side is the top and which side is the bottom of the performer. <laughs> I don't You're think, really good at Twister though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think Danny, I don't, I forget. I don't remember the uh, name of the actor, but, uh. I don't think he makes any acting choices. No. <laughs> he strikes me as the person that you acts. run lines yeah. with. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it wasn't your brain you forgot? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he acts. A yeah. little makes choices. I don't think anybody in this movie acts. No, those yeah. are dancers. The captain sidles up to Jen here to catch us all up that both of these boys are interested in her. In case <laughs> um, you were like me and in the kitchen for most of the movie <laughs> up until this point. Um after the song is over, Danny and Shotzi talk, and we find out that Shotzi's mic is turned down, like more than everyone else's, which is unfortunate. Um, we also find out that Ken and Shotzi are dance partners, and she holds a torch for him, which makes things a bit awkward, which is good, because everything was going so smoothly, both meta in the acting sense and also in the plot as well. I also wonder, again, just that line was just exposition for us, because nothing is done, um, you know, subtly, but... How does Ken know that Shotzi likes? And does that mean they've had a conversation where she said they dated? Ken, yeah, oh, they did. At some point, at some right. point Danny okay. says that they they used to date. I think okay. Ken also says that, and I think also Ken says that to Jen. Okay, but then that when makes... Danny also says it to her later, she seems confused. I thought by that it. Ken had said had said to Jenny that um, Shotzi liked him, but he didn't like her that way. And then Danny mm-hmm. says, "Oh, they used to date," which is like the one thing that I can understand. Why Jen might have been a little upset. Oh, you didn't tell me the whole nature of your relationship with this girl. I, Jill, as a person, as a human being, don't actually care. Like, I've met people that my husband dated before and he introduced them as his friends. And it was like, oh, they dated when they were in high school. Fine. Whatever. Uh, We're in our 40s now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that the exposition we get at first is that she's the dance partner. She likes me and I don't like her. And then later on we yes. get like, oh, they used to date. And she's like, oh, they did. And that's a reason to be maybe a little slightly kind of upset for a half a second. So mm-hmm. even if they had dated already before, I'm still curious about how Ken would know that Shotzi still likes him. Like, does that mean, is he guessing based on her like, actions towards him? Or like, did they have a conversation where she's like, hey, we used to date. I still like you. And he's like, Ooh, sorry, no. And then they're still dance partners after that. Yeah, I think based on all the other scenes that Shotzi's in, I think she explicitly tells him. And he's like, oh, okay. And then nothing happens. Or maybe she tells him and he can't hear her. There's a lot of her like (laughs) throwing... There's a lot of her like throwing an arm around him and puppy Mm -hmm. dog eyes that are being cast. Mm -hmm. But it's not... It is not explicitly stated. Yeah. Yeah. 
Again, it's exposition. I might be looking into yeah. it too much. But. An- another thing that's not very explicitly stated is the whole next scene where Ken um, confesses to Jennifer on the beach. He There's a lot of like... I, I like you. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this felt like you should, know why. Like, yeah. This it, felt like it should have happened in a kindergarten classroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it reminded me of like middle school dances. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, bad. Hey, guess what? Yeah. What? Like, I like you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you going to make well, me say it? Yeah. yeah. yeah You're going to make me say yeah, it. Yeah. She's like, you say it. You yes. know. Yeah. Well, you know. A lot of people talking with their like teeth fully yeah. exposed. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are ADRing this and it still sounds like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Shotzi and Danny come by and everyone goes their separate ways. Um, we cut to the next scene where Ken and Shotzi are rehearsing and Ken excuses himself to do the dishes. So I guess. <laughs> He's like, but I'll be right back. Stay here. Yeah. Like, how. How few dishes are there to do? Well, that... based on all the scenes we see him, he only ever does at least like two or less dishes. Yeah. So it's yeah. presumably two. He, Maybe he like... deserves to get fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but like just because there's not enough work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No like, one's eating budget, in this hotel. Budget cuts. <laughs> yeah, you think we're, we're... We're, we're getting rid of the redundant rolls. <laughs> we stopped serving food at this hotel. Yeah. What are you cleaning? Yeah. Um, so then... Back at Jen's house, question mark. Uh, <laughs> Jen's dad gives her a gift. Does anybody remember what gift um, he gives her? Um, it stressed me out. Uh, he gave her this like blue dress to wear on her date with Danny, mm-hmm. which I, I, I don't like that. I just didn't like that at all. It felt weird that he was giving her a gift for her date. It was like, like grooming. It was very yeah. much grooming, yeah. It's just like, yeah. hey, I picked this because Danny might like you in it. Or it's just, I don't know. I would be creeped out if my dad gave me a dress. I and don't want that. Why would you be creeped out? He hasn't seen you for five years and hasn't really <laughs> taken an interest in you other than this. And then he's giving you this dress. Maybe he knows what size you are. Yeah. Or, it's like he's or, trying to yeah. sell her off for like three cows yeah. or something. Like yeah. it's it's whatever, or the highest bidder, I should say. Like mm-hmm. it's And like, ugh. that's another, if if it had been like, you know, Danny's parents own a hotel that her, that Jen's parents are trying, Jen's dad is trying to buy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be this, like, they're merging their fiefdoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that would be a stake. Yes. Instead, it's just like, he's now invested in her life, but how he wants her life to be. And I don't know. It just, that would make more sense if it was that. Yeah. It's like, here, wear this. You'll look really sexy for my employee. Yeah. <laughs> I also laughed out loud because to add to the creep factor of it, it's wrapped in like a pink box like like a present but he doesn't give it to her he to o- open he opens, he, he opens it himself <laughs> and then takes Which, out the dress and holds it up to himself yeah. as if to show like but we, no one has never it. ever done that no. before it also doesn't <laughs> come all the way out of the box it's like i think it's a dress but yeah. it could be like a tunic top it's no. 2013 so Why did he wrap it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so after Jen gets over the harrowing experience she just had receiving that gift, <laughs> she goes back to the kitchen and tells Ken she's being forced to go on a date with Ken, uh, Danny. And Ken understandably gets really upset about this, but not so understandably, not because he, she's being forced to go on a date, but because I, I guess he feels betrayed by oh. her. He had just told her that he likes her yeah i know they know each other for a day and then he asks her why and she says my dad's making me do it like she's Mm -hmm. telling him there's nothing personal that there's nothing there and he gets 
so upset. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. You would have thought someone just murdered his puppy it's the like, way that like, I, I worry about his anger issues. Oh, like I this is too. it is a red flag that he gets yeah. that upset. Yeah, like, and for for you screenwriters out there, this is a classic <laughs> thing where you want to have characters at odds with each other to build the tension and to like lead into, you know, like they're upset with each other and that becomes a thing in the movie. But like so many times movies and things do this where the thing that they're upset about doesn't make sense. It's not the same height of what you would think it is. It's like, it makes sense that it would bother him that she's going on a date with someone, but it doesn't make sense that he would be so angry with her. Like she's not her fault. If it had been like, he walks past them while they're out at dinner and she actually seems like she's having a good time. Yes. Or he tries to steal a kiss and she's not. Right. But he, but you know, but Ken just sees like the leaning in sort of thing. Like that would be a reason for Ken to be legitimately upset. My dad is making me have dinner with your boss. I could understand being upset by that as a like, well, it's kind of shitty that your dad doesn't respect me after you've told him that you like me, but not, I'm going to throw a plate down on the floor sort of anger. And she was also forthright about it. She didn't owe him anything. Like the fact that she actually went to tell him like, Hey, I know I just said I liked you. My dad's making me do this. I'm like, Oh wow. Like they're like, you would think there'd be an accident that he saw them together, but like she actually like took the time. I'm like, Oh, maybe there won't be conflict, but like, no, they they made it anyway. What I, what I will tell you my, I think sophomore year of high school, I was dating a guy who went to a different school Mm Our homecomings fell on the same night, and my we had already agreed we were going to go to my homecoming. And at some point, his mom was like, "But you're on the football team, so you should go to to your homecoming because oh homecoming is about football." <laughs> and so my mom was like, "Absolutely not! You've already bought tickets to your your dance. Like, we're not having him change things at the last minute." I was like, "Okay, but like, I don't have a date. All of my friends have dates, so either I do this or I stay home." And she's like, "Don't worry about it." Denny will take you. <laughs> it was kind of, it was like, it was the, it was the son of a friend of hers who mm. I had only met in passing, but it was like, he's fun. He's a nice boy. Like he's willing to, he, he graduated from my school a couple of years earlier. So like a little bit of a weird age difference thing there, but like Lee will take you to this dance. You will have fun. And we did. And then the next day, my boyfriend calls me to see how I felt like how, whether I had fun. And I okay. said, yeah, you know, I actually, I did. I had, I had, like, I missed you. And it sucked that that we had to change our plans, but, you know, I'll I'll see you soon. And and I had fun. And he's really quiet for a second. He goes, Well, I forgive you. I was like, (gasps) What do you forgive me for? He's like, Just don't let it happen again. And I was like, You know what? Yeah. So, so I like, in the world that these are teenagers, mm. red flags. Mm. I do so. Like I broke up with him on the spot. Mm. Oh, good. That's that's the end of that story. But like in in a in a world in which all these characters are teenagers, I kind of understand why Danny would be like irrationally upset that like your parents are making you do this thing that puts my relationship with you in my perception is mm. that it puts my relationship with you in jeopardy. Mm. I get that, but for the sake of this being a movie that is targeted at teens. Mm. Where the actors don't look like where teens. the actors don't look like teens, but if the audience is going to be largely teens, maybe not the best lesson to convey that this is acceptable behavior. Yeah, it's uh, and not to extend this part of the conversation longer, but um, I think the big problem is this is a movie where there aren't any bad guys. Yeah, and so <laughs> you can't have da- at the end Danny 
like spoilers is like a nice guy and so it can't be he can't do anything so egregious and she makes up with her father like the next scene like so he can't like right. like be super so it's really hard you have to sort of make all of the conflict internal and you can't make anything that any one character does like bad mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's a problem. You mentioned earlier about screenwriters out there. The trick is make a movie where some there's a bad guy. Make yeah. a movie where there's <laughs> some yeah. conflict. Yeah, make that, the, the 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 competing hotel be like, you know, dickheads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow, competing hotel. That's a whole nother set <laughs> and everything. That's different. Um, s- actors on stilts yeah, and they, stuff. They could have used the same that. hotel, but just yeah. like, you know, flip the image around. Be the exact opposite. <laughs> you know, I, so... There, there is in fact another property that has done like Florida hotel rivalries and and such very well, which is Jane the Virgin. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So you know there, these can exist. Yes, I and they sus- can do drama well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you know there there have to be stakes of some sort. And you know Jane the Virgin was based on a novella, so yeah. it's like you know there are very clear bad guys. Yes, mm-hmm. but also very like overly dramatic stakes, which admit, yes. you can do that and that right. can be fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they wanted this movie to be soapier, that would have also worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. weird how sort of after school, like PBS sort of kids, this movie is <laughs> where yeah. it's like at the end of the episode, everyone sort of has to still be friends right. and you have to do the dance with Barney at the end. So yeah. his, no his, one can, uh, yeah. his angsty dance with the angry spins like that felt like it was filmed before they knew what the conflict was mm-hmm. or like why he was angry. They probably just told him like, go uh, pretend like you're Kevin Bacon in a barn and just yeah. like, let, it, <laughs> let it all out. But like, yeah. okay, but why? Yeah, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can talk about that because that's the scene that we're coming to right Woo-hoo. now. Boy. Yeah. So back at the rehearsal space, I guess he washed his two dishes and then he came back. <laughs> um, the rehearsal space I want to shout out um, is Tony's dance studio or Tony dance workshop, a real place that may have been harmed by a real hurricane. Um, oh, but it wasn't yeah. connected to the hotel like they made you believe. It no. was right off the kitchen. No, yeah. I mean, the yeah. wa- it says on the door when he walks out, Tony, it's not like they, oh, like, okay. like it says it on the glass of the door. <laughs> it's Tony's dance um workshop it's very much implied though that it is a part it of is oh absolutely mm-hmm. it is but it is not and um you can find it on like google maps i don't remember if it's one of the properties that ha- is still standing um ken can't concentrate on the dance because he's so distraught um so then ken goes outside and he angry dances across pcb kicking a lot of empty plastic furniture in random <laughs> shots yeah. i was this was a part where i was really um interested because i'd always be like "Ooh, which part of which furniture is he going to hit here it's like oh that looks that looks like a lawn chair that doesn't belong there and then he kicks that it's like oh that looks like an empty trash can and he kicks that i'm like i was really good at it i think i got i predicted everything (laughs) he was going to kick over i love this and then there's the convenient outdoor shower that he yeah i laughed out loud when (laughs) he pulled that thing i did too (laughs) i love this theme because i just love watching men who don't know how to regulate their emotions try just try and it felt like if anyone's seen high school musical 2 there's a zach efron scene where he's running around golf court oh yeah the bet on it song uh-huh. and he's just like angsty dancing and singing and it's just him by himself like doing these moves <laughs> that are not good and it's the most it reminded me of that so much and i love it it's just so 
out there and insane mm-hmm. and still really entertaining to watch. Yeah, I I think you you've mentioned maybe even last week about like <laughs> you love the like the trope in movies where men can't control their emotions. And I feel don't like, know how to release them. I, I feel like Angry <laughs> Dancing is the er example of that. There's no I can't, I'm having a hard time thinking of a more not being able to control your emotion thing than just to dance to music that may or may not be there in the real life of the movie because there's a few times where it's like, is there music playing right now or is there not? It's um, my favorite trope for uh, uh, men who don't have a you know healthy sense of emotion. Yeah. But speaking of not having a healthy sense of emotion, another man is involved in this montage too, Mr. Sanders. Mm-hmm. For my next question, during the song, we also cut to Mr. Sanders. Does anyone remember what he's dreaming about? I remember because they kept cutting back and forth between the dance scenes and him having PTSD about um, a, a war oh, yeah. his son was in. And I think a helicopter exploded. Yes. Helicopter explosion. Mm-hmm. During the angry angst scene. Yeah, there, there was a Neil Breen-esque, like, just put in, like, helicopter footage and explosion clip art added in and everything. It's like, oh, somebody saw Miss Saigon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's a shame he was, he should have been dancing to like Creedence Clearwater Revival or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's just so alarming to see the like. I'm sure as a director he was trying to show all the emotions at once, but like it was just so alarming to have the dance scene and then to see him sleeping and then go cut back to the dance scene and then cut to a helicopter exploding. It, mm-hmm. There is in in the Who's Tommy the movie version mm-hmm. of the Who's Tommy. I'm trying to remember which number it is, but there is one that's kind of like that where they're going back and forth between like. Is that the opening number? I don't think it's the I think op- it's the second one, the one where they're at the barracks yes. with okay. his father. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting like them at home and like the the bombs raining down onto London and then like his dad getting killed and then we find out his dad hasn't actually been killed and it's like trying to pack all of that in and I feel like David Winters was probably trying to accomplish something like that where like the trauma of the here and now colliding with the trauma of the past and it just truly doesn't work which it's trying to compare apples and oranges or um a war a war veteran versus um a guy who just tur- found out his girlfriend is, is going on a date with someone else yeah, yeah. And, and she doesn't and, even and, actually ever say that it's a date she's no. just said, my dad says that i have to go out with yeah. danny tonight like, and she does affirmatively say she doesn't want to right it's also like not his flashback either. No, like he's just no. visualizing what that must have been like because it's not his memory. No, yeah. it's it's two flashbacks, or it's like I guess three flashbacks if it's like his dead son is also yeah, a but, character. Yeah, but he's like he's a, he was yes he didn't watch his dead son's helicopter crash. Though. We don't know that for sure, but probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Mr. Sanders comes out. And he confronts Ken at the pool. He says, you blew the dance number. Do the people in the world hear the music? Because if I saw that happening, I'd be like, oh, that man is having like a like a breakdown. Yeah. Like, like get get something between his teeth so he doesn't bite his tongue. Um, so, but apparently he thought it was choreographed because he says you blew that like the dance number. What do you know about dancing? Ken responds. You don't know anything about dancing. <laughs> An extreme leap to make about a man you know nothing yes. about. I love this movie. Yeah, it would have been like me coming in to this, and you don't know anything about dancing, Jill. <laughs> how, how would I know that? And then Jill pirouettes. Yeah, and yeah. shows yeah. you off. Yeah, Mr. Sanders proves he's wrong. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, that's what I wrote down. I, I I went into this knowing that this character was played by this like very well known, well respected dancer who at a certain point in his life probably didn't 
need to dance anymore. <laughs> he could instruct dancing. He could instruct dancing. So, yes. Like, I, one of my dance teachers when I was in high school actually studied under Martha Graham when Martha Graham was, like, in her 80s. Mm-hmm. And she said Martha Graham would just sit at the front of the room with, like, her legs spread and a cane between her legs yeah. and she would rest her chin on the cane and she would yell at people. Mm-hmm. She, my, my teacher says he, she never once saw Martha Graham actually dancing mm-hmm. because uh, dance teachers can get away with that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should know it. I teach yoga and I do a lot of like walking around the room and telling people what to do without actually doing it myself. Um, but the, the idea that he has to like prove himself by doing this little sad soft shoe short, yeah. <laughs> like, it was like it was it was like that didn't actually prove anything you that was hard to watch yeah it really was i, I feel know, so it, bad because like i like i almost wasn't didn't want to say anything but i can't not like because it, it's it's a, it's as if somebody was like what do you know about cooking and then like i can cook and then they pour milk and cereal like it was like <laughs> like yeah his little dance was fine but it was like he just does this little shimmy and it's like oh wow this, that this, was amazing yeah. this man wrote and directed this movie he wrote it so he got to write the lines where everyone tells right. him he's really good yeah. like, and that felt worse where it's like yeah oh my god you're really as soon as that dance happens you're really good yeah. it's like you wrote that yeah <laughs> even if it had been like oh you think i don't know anything about google me kid yeah. like yeah yeah something yeah. like that because he clearly does yeah. he clearly goes back and googles him because right. he's now yeah. watching clips yeah you have him do like one little move like one little flick or something and then be like yeah google me yeah, yeah. or like throw out a whole bunch of dance terms like uh-huh. oh you're a thing and you're this and you're this and yeah. like like that someone wouldn't know like there's lots of other ways to do or, this or mention the movie space mutiny yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah i mean you're right though bobby it could have been you know instead of instead of having to show he could have said something about like well you you know, I w- I'll tell you that when you were doing your uh, your tour jeté, I, j- I don't think is even something that like he does in that of all of the things mm-hmm. he doesn't. But like while you're doing your tour jeté, you were leading off with your right foot, but the it seemed like it was you know, j- there's just something that he could have said that yeah. would be like, oh, you, this guy's got the vocabulary, right, right. Mm-hmm. And it would be different if if Ken the character had was clearly like I learned how to dance on the street sort of thing, so yeah. he doesn't have the vocabulary, <laughs> yeah. and so he would need this visual demonstration, but. The way that Ken is dancing, as I've said before, like he's clearly trained in yeah. dancing. Mm-hmm. So he would know this vocabulary. So mm-hmm. that could have been so much easier and less painful. Yeah. And it's weird that a writer who has 60 plus years of dancing experience doesn't use technical terms in this movie. Yeah. Anywhere at Anywhere. all. Someone who yeah. knows the lingo and knows what to like mm-hmm. to say. They don't say anything. Yeah. Like, I'm learning a lot just listening to you say these yeah. words. I'm like, oh, it's dancing. Yeah, I learned a lot just looking at Ken's face in this. He's, <laughs> he's blown away by yeah. what he, I, I said. It Dancing in this movie is treated like magic. Yeah. Where it's like, what do you know about magic? And then yeah. he like does a magic spell. And he's like, oh, like you have powers too. Right. But instead it was like, what do you know about magic? And he's like, I'll show you. And he pulls a handkerchief out of his pocket that's like clearly rolled up. So it's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back in the rehearsal space, Shotzi is still there. We f- haven't forgotten about Shotzi. <laughs> Poor Shotzi. She, she does a little short solo, which I I actually wrote. I I don't. The, this kind of music is not exactly my type of music. I remember enjoying the song, and I was bummed that it's like eight lines long. Her yeah. like little like it's sort of an mm-hmm. indie pop sort of song, and it has a lot of a different feel than like most of the other songs. It was it was much more angsty, but the, yeah. that, this is also the scene where she's dancing with the shadows. Shadow, right? yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah. I thought to myself, do we know Shotzi well enough for her to have a song? Like, no. I don't know. Well, again, just like... <laughs> I liked watching yeah. her dance. It was good. Yeah. And the shadows were fun. Yeah. You know, but this was her like dance. on my own moment, yes. except that yes. we never actually met the right. character like until right. she comes out to do this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now we cut to the date with Danny and Jen um, in the Stretch Hummer limo. Um, back from the <laughs> yeah. back from the date, Danny goes in for a kiss, but is rebuked. Um, then not much to say about that. The next day, Danny passes Ken at the dishwashing station to gloat that he's having breakfast with Jennifer. Um, <laughs> not just breakfast. Mm. Oh, I don't remember. What Ooh, is, I don't breakfast poolside. Breakfast oh, poolside. Pool I got that because he says it like three times. Uh, yeah. He's like, we're having breakfast poolside. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Um, that's not the question I have. But the next question in this scene, um, we um, learn a very personal detail that Danny reveals about Ken. What is it? He doesn't have parents. He's yeah, an orphan. He's an orphan, making him a bad person. And he says an insult. Yeah, that was yes. jarring. Yeah, and then at one point he says, "Like, learn your place, boy." Yes, okay. yes. It's like grim fairy tale dialogue. Yeah. like it, it really is Cinderella y, where mm. it's like, no, you can't go to the dance. Right. Like, does he say, off. "Learn your place, orphan"? Or I think he says, "Learn boy. your place, boy." Boy. Said, okay. I have boy. Written, I have it written, "Learn your place, boy." He should have said, "Learn your place, boy." <laughs> <laughs> but it's, also, like, it's so silly the way they treat him because he's an orphan i wish it, they had leaned <laughs> they into just, it like the black dynamite scene yeah no, they're so mean because he like and also he must be like a, a, a emancipated minor i guess at this point because yeah. they're all teenagers yeah because we don't ever get like he lives with his grandparents yeah. or something yes. or goes to school yeah too many characters yeah yeah so um dan um after that happens danny passes jennifer's dad um and says, just don't give up on me, Danny. I'm counting on you to keep my daughter away from that dishwash that that Ugh. dishwashing kid. I fear he stumbles over yeah. his door. Because again, was he gonna say something classist? Right. Yeah. Like, or racist? Yeah, or yeah. racist, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Again, because this movie, there's like no bad guys. It's like, here's a good way to keep your daughter away from a dishwasher in the hotel that you own. It would be to fire the dishwasher. Like. But it's also you know, like it would be one thing if we knew that like Ken also had been in juvie or something. Yeah. Like yeah. there, that there's a reason. Or he broke Shotzi's heart, and yeah, like, and, and like that Jerry knows who Shotzi is. Uh, apparently, an employee at his yeah, hotel she is. as well. Yeah, yeah, a dancer somehow. Yeah, or if like he lived in the bad part of town, or like he had a dad, but he's in jail or yeah. like, something. We there, know he doesn't have a jail, Maureen. But it's just, don't, don't it bring is, that. But it's like it is just the fact that he is a dishwasher. Which, by the way, like you, owner of hotel. Have the power to change that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're concerned that it is that your daughter is dating a dishwasher, mm-hmm. make him a bellboy. Clearly, you like bellboys. You know, you need parents to have a bellboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unwritten law. It's it's in the um, preferred uh, 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 responsibilities in the job description. Yeah. 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 You have to be able yeah. to lift forty pounds and point to a picture of both your parents <laughs> with uh, today's newspaper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So Danny tries to have breakfast with Jennifer, but his cunning plan is foiled (laughs) until he brings up dancing. Yeah. Yeah. He explains that there's a big, vague Florida-wide dance competition, and he tries to get her to be his dance partner. She snaps to attention. She's like, oh, dancing. Yeah. Did did you say dancing? It's like like her activation word, like the Manchurian candidate. Yeah, Yeah, which is hard to being in the hotel that she's in right now. 
again, she doesn't really seem interested until he drops the shocking reveal that Ken and Shotzi are dance partners. Which something is already she established. <laughs> yeah. And that they dated at one time. I, again, I, I think I remember that being established when he first told, but maybe, I maybe not. I don't think yeah. anyone says that besides Danny. So I thought he was lying at first. Like he yeah. lied that Jen mm. invited him to, to have yeah. breakfast right. full yeah. side. Right. So I kind of thought because that was not something that Ken or Shotzi yeah. said at any point in the movie that Danny was just saying that. But, but yeah. Ken had already referred to Shotzi as his dance partner yeah so right. he didn't specifically name like say that in the competition mm-hmm. but he'd said that Shotzi's my dance partner mm-hmm. yeah I wrote here like Ken has already established that he was practicing for this dance competition right yeah I don't did he mention I can't yeah he did he did because it's like you know why do you like dancing so much because mm-hmm. dancing's oh, my life right yeah, yeah he's yeah. like oh I gotta win that competition yeah. when when Danny and Shotzi interrupt them on the beach. Doesn't Shotzi say like, "Hey, yeah, we, have we have to go, to go rehearse"? Yeah. yeah, and I by the way, so. this is my really dance partner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Shotzi does explain it, but I, we couldn't hear her. I think we're going to get into it in the next scene because it's a particularly egregious case of this. But they, I, it feels like these scenes were shot in a sort of timeless wibbly wobbly like you don't know what came before what like or it's like memento yeah exactly like it's sort of going backwards like because like you'll say one thing in one scene and then it's different in another scene and in the last scene they were mad at each other in this scene they're not mad at each other in the last scene Shotzi's mic was on in this scene it's not on I wish when he was dancing with his shirt off later in the movie that there were a bunch of tattoos on him telling him like what was happening at each point in the movie because the plot was so hard to follow (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, so um, again, in the last scene, we just saw um, Jen, Jen's father yep. stumbling over his words because of how angry he was at the idea that um, Jen might be dating a dishwasher. And possibly racist, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we get a scene where Ken approaches Jennifer's father. Uh, for my next question, does anybody remember what he's doing? Well, he's got a, a punching bag, and he's punching mm, yes. it. He's also kicking it. And, yeah. yeah. And you better believe that there's some IMDb facts about this. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so IMDb trivia. This is not in goofs for some reason. I don't know what distinguishes goofs from trivia. Um, I guess the person chooses where to put it. But um, this um, Good Samaritan wrote, The gym where Mr. August is seen working out is not in the hotel as implied. <laughs> One can see the logo for Phoenix Performance Fitness Center on the wall behind him. This was a great gym about nine miles from where the hotel was meant to be. Sadly, it was destroyed in Hurricane Michael in 2018. Sorry, this is just sad, all yeah. the hurricane trivia. Um, so, Mo, do you think um, more than 50% of um, IMDb citizens found this helpful? Nine miles is pretty far. Um, I don't know how that figures into your <laughs> I just, calculation. I'm just thinking but... about, like, is that helpful in context of the movie? Because does he go that far every single day yeah. to, to work For people out? like us who, um, after this, we're all going to uh, fly to Panama City Beach and reenact <laughs> all the scenes in this movie. Because apparently they're all, barring the hurricane, destroyed scenes. are hey, like it's... just public places you can go. And they'll let you shoot in front of the big, <laughs> like... Like um, Orca, for whatever reason. Hey, it's on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that was, let's go less than 50. Less than 50. Yeah. I think also less. Less than 50. Greater than 50. <laughs> Greater than 50. <laughs> that strategy has worked really well for you so far, Bob. One out of seven found oh. this helpful. <laughs> Our worst like uh, ratio yet. Um, Mr. August says, that girl means the world to me. 
Which I guess is why he hasn't seen her in like five yeah. years. I mean, no, the movie shows that through his actions and presence yes. and general. Um, yeah, he's like that girl, uh, Jen. She she means the world they're, to me. They're not even having breakfast together earlier that morning when they are both at the hotel. No, he's too angry right. at the idea of an orphan dishwasher. <laughs> Yeah, and the only time I spend time with my daughter is to push another man on her. Yeah, so. the only time I spend with my daughter is the few minutes between phone calls. I invited her down the whole summer. I'm just not spending any time with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where he says he needs to prove to Jen and to me that you're worthy of her. So he is fine with them dating, it, and then this never comes up never again. Never yeah. comes yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was so out of character. I don't know why that scene existed. It, mm-hmm. This is what I mean, where it's like it seems like they the scenes don't make sense in the order that they're in, or maybe there's stuff that was cut, or maybe it's just a bad movie. Um, <laughs> that like, that part, yeah, definitely. I think that one. But like. I, it's part of me felt like I wonder if this was something where they were going to cut this scene out, but it was like, but maybe the actor was like, no, you can't cut my boxing scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, based on the runtime of the movie, I think they were like, well, we can't cut anything yeah. out if we want it to be technically feature length. Yeah. This movie is on the cusp of feature length. We can't be losing scenes, including this next scene where Jen and Ken. <laughs> fight in the kitchen not to be confused with the last scene we saw jen and ken also fighting <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen there are a few lines that jen says in this scene that are really confusing in the grand scheme of the movie she says i guess he was right referring to denny you guys are all the same i guess that's a class thing and then she says i'll find somebody who can buy me a real real one in relation to her necklace. necklace which again something that has not come up in any scene before or any scene after but, that he's so that like was low the second class. scene that i clocked in my head where she was acting like a princess yeah. and it didn't come up in any other part of the movie right. she really didn't have that as part of her character but she yeah. was a, she was an ass like that was a terrible yeah. scene and she never apologizes for that later she never reconciles mm-hmm. it she really just acts like a spoiled brat and then there's no like We'll talk about their makeup later, but like that should have been addressed. Right. That was yes. terrible. But also like a real what? Like it is. It's a necklace. The necklace exists. Yeah. We see her wearing She'll it. Take, I think it was a you'll plastic take me to one. A, you'll take me to a real orca. I, I'll find somebody who will take. I, I thought the necklace was probably metal, but like yeah, yeah. It's it's not. It's not like it's not. It, it wasn't. There was at no point something where he said like I'd buy you a diamond if I could, sort of thing. Like you'll have to settle for this. There is no point where she says I usually only wear like. 14 karat gold. Mm-hmm. So she rips it off. She's like, I'll find someone who will buy me a real one. I was like, that that's a real necklace lady. <laughs> I, maybe. I do think that like when I'm looking at the necklace, it reminds me of one of those friendship ones where it breaks in half. One yeah. size is best and the other size says friend. <laughs> the chain definitely looked like plastic. Um, so I'm thinking she was implying just like, oh, a real like necklace that costs more money than like the two bucks you had in your pocket next to the the, the seaside shark it's so it's so awkwardly stated though i think the necklace had a little like plastic heart shape so maybe she was trying to say that she needs like an organ transplant yeah he's like maybe i'll get a real heart at some point if she won that at the carnival it would have made more sense so it's like yeah yeah Yeah. i wrote here it's also kind of crazy for her to be mad at a guy she met a few days ago going to dance with his longtime dance partner in a competition that from what everyone says is very um hard to get into though they just kind of get into it as finalists yeah. Yeah. they apply it a um, week late, yeah uh, a day of three four time yeah with a girl that he just and not dropping all that to partner with a girl he just met and to our knowledge had never danced 
like with before right. this yeah again professionally you can have a dance partner outside of your relationship yeah like that feels like something that mm-hmm. you don't get jealous about see also all of the figure skating pairs that are brothers and sisters yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and i love that in the blades of glory movie mm-hmm. where amy poehler and will arnett do that it's so funny mm-hmm. and they were married at the time which was funny too. yeah I wrote here in in a movie full of non-actors. This is probably the worst acted scene. A lot of natural one roles in a lot of these like uh, dialogue exchange. Yeah, they rolled real low on charisma. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Jennifer goes to the front of the hotel to hear some comforting words from our all of our uh, her friend and all of ours, the captain. Does anybody remember his advice at this point? He says a very trite thing. Does he say something like everything will work itself out or like basically, okay? yeah. but more specifically than that? Does anybody remember? Or um, maybe he'll come around. Yeah. No. no. Oh, well, sorry. Oh, I gave yeah. two oh. guesses. No, that's fine. Um, It's always darkest before the dawn. Oh, he yeah. Said, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never right. realized that that phrase comes from this movie. Um, I used to believe yeah. um, I have had used it before, but it wasn't until I heard him. That like mm-hmm. I really clicked. Uh, I yeah. like mm-hmm. I would say it, but I didn't really understand what it meant and until then I heard the captain said, said it. Florence, yeah. the machine came out and they started yeah. singing, "Shake it yeah. up, shake it up." Yeah. <laughs> hey, Florence, it's your cousin, <laughs> John the Machine. <laughs> That's as far as I wanted to get into the joke. I want to shout out the captain for even crumping at the end of this scene yes. where he's sad, <laughs> but he's still crumps. Oh my yeah. God, crump. He, he pops any locks. <laughs> that man is a professional. That man is a goddamn he's professional. He's not happy about it, but he'll still do it. Yeah. So sad montage time. We get Ken and Jen going back to a bunch of the PCB specifics. <laughs> I'm just waiting for yeah. it. I'm just waiting for uh, it. Um, they go back. Um, they visit um, the places that they went to on the happy montage, yep. but it also includes straight up voice like over from the yeah. happy montage for those people who came into the theater 50 minutes into the movie, yeah, which is where we're at right now. Yeah. This movie thinks we're stupid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they repeat everything. Like, so much of the plot is repeated back to you later on, including those like unnecessary voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in this scene, um, I couldn't really find any like a ton of stuff that was specifically important to shout out, but they're one of our old friends who actually we haven't seen since like the beginning of the movie comes back in this montage. Who is that for my next question? The mind. Yeah. <laughs> so for the second and I think only like the last time we see the mime, I thought the mime looked like John Michael Higgins, who's in a lot of Christopher Guest movies and some other movies. Yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. which is again uh, the the whole time I'm like he's probably like a professional mime, and I looked it up and he was a professional mime that I wasn't familiar with. He wasn't John like Michael Higgins. Well, the- I'm glad they hired a mime to play a mime. They, mm-hmm. they, those roles always go to big well, Hollywood. Actors. I mean, they, they didn't hire any actors to play actors. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't just have that for our mime question um for um there are two specific to- uh three specific times that we see the mime does anybody want to take a guess at to which three specific times uh okay so there's a part where she's sitting on the bench 
and the mime comes behind. Wait, you're asking in this montage, right? Yep. Specifically. Yeah. Okay. So no, you the, got it. The mime comes behind and is like, uh, maybe does like a little boohoo face because she's like sad. Okay. Well, he does that in all of them. So yeah, you can, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He does yeah. that in all of them. The mime, mime pantomime's crying in all of them. Yes. So yeah, you're good. Um, and then he also shows up when she goes to the orca. Yeah, he's hiding in the he's way. Inside. That inside was really the creepy. Orcas. Man, how did he get in there? Well, I don't know, but he's a mime. And he comes out and he's looking. Uh, and then see, and then he continues to stalk this high school girl around town by going to, I want to say the next one is he pops up when she's at the ice cream parlor. That's all exactly okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, um, so yeah, she's so distraught after this montage that she falls asleep on a public bench. For an unknown amount of time, perhaps seconds. Two seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, two seconds in film time, but it could have been hours. We we literally don't know. Because how quickly could that flash mob have snuck up on her <laughs> if it was she... just the weirdest transition from one scene to the next? Like, why have her fall asleep? Mm-hmm. That just seems unsafe. Yeah, so yeah. The the dancers ask her to join in at this part, and she becomes the main performer. Right. Luckily, she was there. Like, what was their plan <laughs> otherwise? But it's, it's like, is this is it a flash mob? Is it a parade? Like, well, were- this is this is where I was like, okay, suspension of disbelief. It's Bollywood rules. Mm-hmm. Like, people show up, they start dancing. Like, mm-hmm. you, this is where it's like it's a dancing movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm um, not to. I, you will have to suspend your disbelief right now because I have another IMDb fact. Okay. Oh boy. Um, this <laughs> people one, do not actually dance in the street. Yeah, in well, the city of Florida. Okay. Let me let me All tell right. it. Bob. <laughs> um, so this one doesn't actually fit. This is just a, a general some like um, person getting off their chest about this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Locals will notice that during several montages, the characters make impossible jumps between locations. For example... Rocky! Rocky montage! (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. For example, Tony's dance studio at the time was located in Callaway on the far east side of Panama City, but somehow Ken dances from there to the hotel 16 miles away <laughs> and then back eight miles to St. Andrew's Marina in the space of a single verse. Jenny also would not have been able to walk 13 miles from Beach Drive downtown to Pier Park before the random dance party materialized. <laughs> Note, and this is all, I'm not adding any commentary. Note. Flash mobs of salsa dancers never, never appear <laughs> at Pier Park. <laughs> How many people, do you think greater than 50% or less than 50% found that helpful? Well, I love that one. So I wouldn't say over 50. That's also, I, I just got to mention real quick that when we did the Jingle All The Way episode, I was determined to disprove that happened in a single day because of the different locations. And then when I looked up... Um, mm-hmm. Minneapolis on uh, Google Maps. Everything, wa- like all the locations they shot at, were conveniently fifteen minutes away from each other. I'm like, oh shit, it actually can work. This is the opposite <laughs> of that, where this cannot work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am also saying greater. That is useful information for anybody planning a visit to beautiful Panama City Beach. Mm-hmm. I need the points. Greater than <laughs> <laughs> two out of two people found that helpful. Yes. So everyone gets points. After the song ends, the flask mob moves away um, to seek out new prey. Um, and then turns out Danny was watching this whole time, possibly even before she fell asleep. We don't ever find out. Yeah. Um, he was there. And once again, he tries to woo her. Um, this... Dial D for Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie? Fear? 
with Alicia mm-hmm. Silverstone and the Ferris wheel. Like it had it had that kind Danny has that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a, a guy who we've we established at the end is not really that much of a bad guy. Or not even very bright. Yeah. Like he's a, he's 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 like a guileless idiot. Yeah. He's like Gronk from like the Emperor's <laughs> New Groove. But he's oh, spent... I, thought, I thought you meant Ron Gronkowski, but yes, or, that too. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Interchangeable, actually. Two, two guileless himbos. <laughs> um, so um, the next day at the Hip Parade Hotel Business Center, which is clearly marked, some like, like um, saint went to like a Kinko's or something and got that like printed up. Um, Ken pulls up a YouTube video of David Winter performing. He is there with two other people at the business center who we have never seen before and will never see see again. again. Who are they? Yeah. Who, yeah. They really commiserate about how crazy it is that when Mr. Sanders was a younger man, he was able to dance much better than he is today. (laughs) They're like blown away by it. They're like ripping their hair out and they're like, how can it be that he's a good dancer? Do they know what age will do to their bodies over time? No. Poor souls. Yeah. So for all the IMDb trivia heads out there like listening, I couldn't find that video from I was using ask it. You. No, no. I'm I, I It was a home video from I, David Winters. I tried a simple Google search and that was as far as I was willing to go for this movie, says the guy who wrote a fourteen page script for this <laughs> podcast. Um so now we cut to the lobby where the concierge is reading Shakespeare again. Uh does anybody remember the line that he says in this scene? Oh, 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 oh. Um to um, help you out, this is the scene where Ken gazes through the lobby aquarium at Danny and um, Jen just, like, talking. Yeah. I think it's another Romeo and Juliet line, but I can't remember. Um, if we don't want to... somebody, If we're having trouble with the line, um, I'll take the play, too. Okay. Oh, okay. But well, if you, that, yeah, that go- ruins my guess because I was gonna guess the uh, the sonnet, the "Let Me Count the Ways," uh, so that would not be no. one of the plays. <laughs> mm-hmm. I take it, it wasn't Romeo and Juliet, since you just said if we named the play, that we'd be. Uh, it's not Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Which, okay. yeah. Um, even though they're looking through a fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's actually bef- that happens right afterwards. But okay. yeah, he's just walking. Re- he's the concierge of this hotel, but he's walking down the center of the hotel with his nose in a book. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember exactly what this is. It is. It's a weird thing for somebody to do. Period. Let alone the concierge at the hotel. But I just don't remember the line. And I feel like it's going to be like a stupid, easy Shakespeare yeah. line that wouldn't have fit. It, but like we all are going to be very upset when we well, realize it. For what it's worth. It's a play I'm not familiar with as the like the least knowledgeable about this. Can you say the uh, play? I still want to try to guess this. The line. play is a Midsummer's Night's Dream. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Damn it! I'm yeah. thinking it's the the last puck scene. I can't remember what the how it starts though. It's not. Okay. Um, the <laughs> the course of true love never did oh, run right. smooth. Uh... That's um, Lysander. Is the name yeah. of the act? Yeah. 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 Um, speaking the line in William Shakespeare's A Midsummer's Night's Dream. Damn. Um, Ken is walking behind him, but here's Jennifer laughing. Gazing through the lobby aquarium, he spies her chatting with a, the diabolical Danny, who is the real Demetrius of this story. <laughs> <laughs> 
You all laugh. <laughs> so I've never like seen a mid. Because that wasn't one of the ones I saw. No. Yeah, because yeah. Um, so I just really quickly looked up a synopsis of it. You, you have the right audience for this. Yeah. 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 No, well done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to brag, but uh, Two Summers of Camp Shakespeare. Ken goes to confront Mr. Sanders. Where does he find him? Okay. So he finds him on a boat, which apparently belongs oh, yeah. to Mr. August. Yep. Yes. I, yeah, I wrote Jennifer's dad's boat. Yeah. Yes. What's, what's their relationship? Which is confusing. Yeah. And are you going to... Are you gonna well, ask? he lives at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't have any other questions about this, but I do have some like stuff written. Okay. So if you want to go, so he's sitting there by himself, and with the you know, picture with of his the dead picture son. Picture of his dead at son. First, at first, yeah. I thought he was sitting at a laptop. Right. But no, he his like, framed picture sitting in front of him that uh, for anyone to see and nothing else he yeah. just has the framed picture in front of him yeah. that man is crying out for help like to see the marina yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, have it on your phone though why do you walk around with a framed photo yeah it was, yeah. It was so weird yeah, I mean, it's BYOF yeah. bring your own frame picture of your <laughs> yeah. son yeah it's like it, it's like ugh, they're they're just shoving the backstory down our throat, a backstory that soon will not matter once yeah. they're together every, until the end. Every yeah. character has one thing about them, and most of those characters, it's dance. But like we have to keep emphasizing right. that one thing right. about right. each person. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so Ken Ken is an orphan. Mm-hmm. Jen is the boss's daughter, mm-hmm. and and. Mr. Sanders has the dead son. We don't get one of those things for Danny or Shotzi. I guess Shotzi is in love with Ken. I was mostly feeling that like dance was everyone's life. And yeah. that was kind yeah. of the emphasis. But you're right. There are two things to some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to the scene I wrote here. This is where the movie really drops all pretexts about Mr. Sanders being a self-insert character. I know who you are. You were a famous dancer and you were really great. You were all over the internet. You were in all sorts of television shows and movies. You danced with all sorts of famous people too. And you're a famous choreographer. IMDb synopsis created by. Um, Even though Sanders is still great, he won't help Ken with the vague Florida dance competition. Um, We even get a shot of the frame picture of the serviceman by the helicopter I guess he brings that everywhere he goes. Um, <laughs> they commiserate over their um, interpersonal tragedies. Uh, Sanders' de- deceased son and Ken's absent parents. Whoa. And Ken guilts him into helping. Maybe they'll fit together because they're both looking for something in their lives. Mm-hmm. Ken, Ken is looking for per- parents and Mr. Sanders is looking for replacement son, son. <laughs> and, and like we're we're saying this as if we're interpreting he literally says that ken, ken yeah. says like i need a father figure like yeah <laughs> yeah this movie is very surface level yeah <laughs> yeah you don't hide much and so back at the studio we have sanders helping ken and shotzi um and we get a fun little comedy beat where they stop to rehearse for lunch but all is not as it seems <laughs> and for the second week in a row we have our hero leering over the fence at another character eating their lunch outdoors. It's a weird trope. Yeah, the secret through line through all the movies in this month. Um, Now we cut to the big event. I'll give you a hint. It has nothing to do with the movie, and we don't see any of the other characters participate. Does anybody remember what it is? A real event that you couldn't go to every year. Yes, it was the... um 
triathlon. Yes. Yes. Panama, Panama City, City Beach. Yeah. Triathlon. Yeah. Panama City Beach Ironman Triathlon. Mm-hmm. It was mo- here uh, and gone again. I assume it was happening while they were filming and, and so like, they yeah let's get this for b-roll it. guys yeah like. there's there's a term that um red letter media which are some uh youtubers that i like who do like bad movie reviews and stuff they call it shooting the rodeo and so if you're filming someplace and there's a rodeo happening you shoot the rodeo so then you can put it in your movie um so this feels like shooting the panama city beaches iron man triathlon so inside we cut to jen's dad getting a foot massage in the window outside, we can see a clear morning, which is a totally different time of day mm-hmm. and type of weather that it was in the earlier shot of the Iron Man, which was on a um, seemed to be early in earlier in the morning and on a cloudy day. While her father's getting a foot massage, Jen walks into this room. Um, what does anybody remember from my next question? What does she ask her dad here? If he will be going to the dance competition? Yeah. Um, he wants, she wants him to go to the extremely important, but unspecific dance competition on Saturday. Unfortunately, he has an equally unspecific meeting that night. Um, he has a meeting with his, yeah, his yeah. investors, all, the shareholders. Yeah. All the shareholders. Won't all the shareholders all, will be there. Yeah. Won't all the shareholders be at the important dance competition? <laughs> Who yeah. schedules an important meeting on a Saturday night? I was going to say, a Saturday night's a weird time to have like a board meeting. or something. Yeah. Everyone's with their families or at dance competitions. Yeah, then. Or, or recording their dumb movie podcast. Right. <laughs> this, is, this is also one of those places where like they could have added some stakes. Like, you know, if, if we'd established that the reason the dad is trying to get Jenny to date Danny... Uh, because like he's trying to merge with another hotel, this board meeting could be where they're like approving the deal or somebody's coming in and trying to kick him out of his position as, as the CEO or whatever. Like it's just like, no, I'm sorry, hun. I have to go meet my unspecified shareholders <laughs> on a Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, instead of your dance competition that apparently is such a big deal that all of Florida knows about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie really could have taken like a successions turn there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like what you say when you're playing a businessman in an improv <laughs> yeah. scene. You're yeah. like, oh, I can't go, honey. I have a b- board meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Important business. Yeah, yes. important business. All the, sh- all the shareholders will be there. Yeah, all the shareholders. <laughs> all the shareholders. Yeah. Is that normally how hotels? Like ownership is structured that there's like shareholders like that. And then like hotel, that's not a, like yeah, yeah they probably crazy. have investors, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And they all love uh, business on Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's like when movies do this like for Christmas. They're like, well, I can't come home for Christmas. I have the like, board meeting. Yeah. It's like, who it's scheduled Christmas. that yes. on Christmas? But it's Christmas. Yes, the deal has to close on Christmas right. Eve. <laughs> right, right, yeah. um, So um, we cut to Danny and Jen practicing after she... Is like, oh, okay, Dad, you haven't been involved in anything else in my life. Why would you start now? Would be a funnier line that is said than what is actually said in the movie. And here we get another beat where one of the characters stopped dancing for a second, presumably to catch their breath, and then gets chastised by their partner. If we want to win, we need to be rehearsing. Um, and then here Danny has his heel turn that says, winning is everything. Just before that, though, before we get to that scene, when Jen storms off, her dad asks the woman who is rubbing his feet mm-hmm. to get his ex-wife on the phone. Yeah. As if cell phones don't exist and as if like, this is another like other duties is assigned yeah. situation mm-hmm. where like 
the woman rubbing your feet is also your secretary who's right. going to get your ex-wife on the phone. Yeah, right. whoever this unnamed character is, she doesn't make enough. Yes. I well, think actually, she does have a name. I think he refers to her by name. Oh, my yeah. bad. That's right. I, I didn't write it down. But she's. I, I got the impression that she was the third employee at this hotel. And so her, Denny, and Ken split all of the duties. for. <laughs> They're like, we have to pay so much in performers. Yeah. Like, we yeah. can't afford staff. Yeah. Also, no one ever works here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would ask the captain to get her on the phone, but he's crumping right now. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked him what the time of day was, and he said a vague, like, platitude, and then began to dance. <laughs> when she stops dancing back at the, um, between D- uh, Danny and, um, and Jen, what's this about? Are you thinking about Ken? <laughs> there is no reason el- else that she could possibly not, like, be rehearsing at that very second. Right. Um, out in the lobby, Shotzi comes up to Danny they commiserate over being partnered with people who seem to openly dislike them. Po- possibly because every interaction they have with their partners involves them accusing them of thinking of the other person. Yeah. These two are made for each other. <laughs> Danny's levels are a little too high. Shotzi's are a little too low. Um, this must be a joke, right? Like written as a joke. And when Shotzi says, why can't they see what they already have in front of them? <laughs> Or um, what's right in front of their faces. And then she sinks into Danny's arms. Very <laughs> awkwardly. She yeah. kind of leans forward and then just keeps going. Yeah. And keeps yeah. Going, yeah. Keeps going. Yeah. So for my next question, um, you know we have to get another Shakespeare reference into this movie. It's the classic rule of fours. Um, <laughs> does anybody remember what this one is? I will say this is also from Romeo and Juliet. What was the context again? He's it's I remember a couple times they just cut to him for no reason. Yeah, this is yeah. a cut to him for no reason. Yeah. This is when he says, Oh Romeo, Romeo, where for our oh, Romeo? Oh, yeah. key, key for Romeo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Mr. Romeo, our hotel. And it's yeah. it sounds like he he finds like the hotel invoice or something. Yeah, yeah. Like what would he have done if it was just like a Greg? Like Greg, yeah. oh Greg, where for art thou, Greg? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well, you were not the only ones who have a problem with this scene. <laughs> From the goof section of IMDb, <laughs> the hotel clerk asks, wherefore art thou, Romeo, while looking for paperwork on a guest named Romeo? Yes. However, this phrase does not mean, where are you, Romeo? It means why. Yes. Rather, it means, why are you, Romeo? <laughs> in this context, Romeo and Ju- uh, um, in the context of Romeo and Juliet, Juliet is wondering aloud why Romeo is who he is, ellipses. Because she is forbidden to socialize with his family. She she's bemoaning her bad luck at being in love with somebody she's not allowed to be in love with. The phrase has nothing to do with location, so it doesn't seem to make sense for the clerk to say it while looking for Romeo's paperwork. In a it's a common misunderstanding of Shakespeare, but an error all the same. Yes. Thank you, Cliff Notes. I yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. All of it? All six <laughs> sentences. <laughs> Um, do you think that um, 50% or, or more than 50%, because again, 50% could be one of them. So it's like less than includes 50% or 51 or greater. So I people don't like it when I correct their Shakespeare. So I'm going to say less than 50. Okay. Yeah. Less I, than 51. 51, yeah. yes. Yeah. As, as I said, I agree with this, but I think it's going to be less than. I don't think people actually care. Mm-hmm. Well, I think at least Jill marked it up. So I'm going to say... <laughs> Greater than. Greater than? So this is the one four out of eight. 
So I had to figure Ooh. out how to do fifty percent. So that's less than. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I tried to make, and I, I was like, this shouldn't be the one you really establish. Like, less than is fifty percent because. But um, you know what we should do? We should go down to Panama City, Florida, and we should start a flash mob at that spot just to prove that guy wrong. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? <laughs> a salsa flash mob. Yeah, a salsa flash mob. <laughs> that would they show almost that, never yeah. happen. That person would then go and correct their mistake. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ken and Shotzi are rehearsing with Sanders. Sanders tells Ken that there's something blocking him from being a g- good dancer. He better figure it out soon because there's only about 15 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> um, most of that 15 minutes is dance. Yeah. yeah. So for my next question, does anybody remember the advice Sanders leaves him with in this scene? I'm, I'm glad you got this one, Bob. You can play basketball. <laughs> You can play tennis. You can even play football. (laughs) But you can't Can't play play dance. (laughs) 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 Which, like, does he imply that professional athletes don't practice? Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, but I think it it was more that, like, those other things are fun and dance isn't fun. You can't play dance. I I also love that he says you can, I'm pretty sure he says you can even play football. As if football is somehow different than the other Yeah, it's like, you can play all these. You can't play. (laughs) What? What? Shotzi tells Ken at this point to go get Jennifer after she hears Sanders' advice. So it's not even Ken who figures it out like Shotzi does. I think. I had a hard time hearing what she was saying. Um, Ken runs from the studio to the hotel. We already established, thanks to the Good Samaritan, that that's impossible. When he sees Jen lounging by the pool, she seems elated to see him. Despite the last time they were together, they were mad at each other. And she didn't even have her own like realization, Mm -hmm. as far as we can tell. What are you waiting for, honey? Give the guy a kiss <laughs> yeah, already, yeah. says the first of three sets of weirdos that we <laughs> why see. Don't you, why don't you kiss her instead of talking her to death? Yeah. <laughs> I think those people were just pulled off the street or were yeah. staying at that hotel. Did, did anybody else like... notice the sign in the background that said, no sitting or coolers on the grass, and there is a sea of people sitting on the grass? <laughs> oh, wow, <no. laughs> That's great. <laughs> Including no. a couple of people who are like all circled around a storm drain as if it's a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> That's the type of eye that belongs on the IMDb trivia page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a scene where Danny and Shotzi team up. Danny seems pretty malicious for most of the movie, but here it's revealed that he's just dumb. Um, <laughs> he's I'm gonna, just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to read some lines here from... Yeah. Danny says, well, now who the heck am I supposed to dance with? <laughs> Shotzi replied, you can't think of anyone else? He says, hey... Why don't we team up together <laughs> and dance together in the contest? I thought you'd never ask. Shot. I thought you'd never ask. Shotzi replied. I don't think Shotzi's that smart either. Yeah. Someone wrote those words. Yeah, and someone else no. greenlit David it. David Winters wrote those and words, and someone greenlit it. In the defense, David Winters also greenlit. <laughs> in the defense of those two actors, I flubbed reading that like script just there. For, for a second, I thought she was going to do that thing where like people like make somebody think that it was their idea. Like, yeah. oh, like what a great yeah. idea yeah. you just yeah. had. To me, it was like a door the Explorer level. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where <laughs> on the map is it? It's like or, or Blues Clues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where's your dance partner? <laughs> there, there she is. <laughs> um, so in this scene, um, these two bond over a uh, quality they both have. Does anybody remember what it is? 
you have to know uh, winning is everything to me. Yeah, they yes. both say winning means everything to me. Just like the panelists on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it. Um, we get one rehearsal scene with Jen and Ken. Sanders says they are really impressive. And uh, just as impressive as all the other dancing I've seen so far. And that's all the that's the end of my second round. So yeah, yeah, Bob looked really excited. I've been waiting, but maybe I got the wrong scene, though. Are you going to ask about what he says when he comes in? Well, he says when he comes in, when he sees Jen and Ken or? Uh, Yes. Okay, I don't think so, so he comes in because I was so excited to say this part. He comes in <laughs> and they say, You're late. And he says, A choreographer is never late, Frodo Baggins. He arrives precisely when he means to. That is that scene. I didn't write it down. Yeah. yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, so, Mo, would you mind reading the scores at the end of the second round? We have Bob with 13 points. And then tied for first is me and Jill with 17 points each. You should know, Mo, that winning is everything to me. Yeah. Oh, well, you should also know winning is everything to me. So put them up. <laughs> it's on. It's on. <laughs> you guys should be dance partners. <laughs> Quick, let's angry dance before the third act begins. Cut to the night we have all been waiting for. The Florida Statewide Dance Contest at Club Lavella. No sponsors, no organization, no host, no program. No, there is a host. The captain oh. is our host. Oh, no, I'm sorry. How not dare the, you? Not MC. I'm saying oh. hosted, hosted by, uh, well, yeah. Okay. yeah, no branding, um, no proper names in the entire dance competition other than the no club. No last and names. The, yeah, no last, yeah. The store brand of dance competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we already said it. The MC of the facilities of, is, of course, the captain. The MC of all like things in this movie, the rock that Panama City Beach was built upon. <laughs> Him and his crew perform the opening dance number. Does anybody remember the name of the people in the first group? Yes. Comfort and Tad. Comfort and Tad, yeah. Because, my, my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> yes, Comfort and Tad. Because uh, I thought to myself... There was a whole movie this time going on with Comfort and Tad, and I wanted to see yeah. that movie. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I wanted to, both of the, the yes. two couples that we right. get before our, our two couples that we actually know, like, there there was opportunity for drama there, too. And they both had, like, not that the other, the other two, they all had a sort of a theme, but the first two, like, it was like... They there was they had some sort of story situation yes. going yeah. on it in was, their day. It was like an interpretive. Yeah, we had we yeah. had the like the hot girl and the nerdy guy, yeah. and then we had the BDSM one. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And it, yeah. it felt like you know those were more interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I looked them up, and they're all people who have been on. So you think you can dance? So they picked from the same pool. Why not make? And first of all, I, I saw the poster on IMDb, and I think those people are on the movie poster, mm-hmm. and oh, they're yeah. not in the movie until the end. Make them characters. Give Jen a girlfriend to commiserate with so she's not falling asleep on park benches. Like <laughs> they could very easily have put these people or those two unnamed guys who had lines. Make them them. There's yeah. so many opportunities to put them in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These groups are all called finalists in this scene. Yes. But <laughs> the other two groups have just formed possibly earlier than <laughs> yes. the day. Um, so in this first dance number, um, we get a number of specific products, uh, technology products and technology associated products in the name of the, in the song lyrics for oh. this. Does anybody remember any of them? I wrote down five. So. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to the yeah, lyrics. No worries. Yeah. Um, oh, 
It's not sure what's oh, technical. Sorry, you. you I think I think that an iPhone gets mentioned. iPhone is yeah. one of them. Yeah, it's actually not the only object that it, somebody can co- communicate with. But um, we'll go. Was there a UFO or extraterrestrial? Uh, there was. I'm saying specific, like um, proper names of like technology oh, okay. or like products or something. Oh, so uh, maybe they say a uh, Android? <laughs> Not Android. 2015, Android would have definitely been a thing. But um, one or two of these things are a little old for... Um, did you mention like a Palm Pilot or something? Not Palm Pilot, Blackberry? but not Blackberry. <laughs> a beeper? But or Sidekick? Not beep, a Sidekick, yes. A Sidekick. sidekick. Okay. Yeah. Do I get uh, an extra point for that? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there were three more. If you guys don't have any guesses, I can... A Walkman. Not Walkman, no. Mm. Um, it's Those are a little like... Oh, sidekick is, is like the one that is... I'm like, is that okay. a... iPod Shuffle. Uh, no, they don't get more specific. iPhone is the only Apple one. They also say Nintendo, MySpace, and Facebook. Oh, yeah. I remember wow. the MySpace reference now. Yeah. I kind of remember the Nintendo one now that you mentioned it. Yeah, I think it's something like Play Me like Nintendo or something like that. It's it's all very trite. Like, yeah. you think of the most generic line that you could say that would involve including Facebook <laughs> and then more generic than that. <laughs> um, so for my next question, what was the name of the second team? Uh, it's it's uh, Brandon was the name of the guy, and I can't remember the name. Woman, uh, I don't know. Jennifer and Brandon. It's not that. It's no, not. We already that. have a Jennifer. We already have a Jennifer. <laughs> Imagine if this movie had two Jennifers. Had to juggle. <laughs> that would be too much. The movie is about fifteen years too late to have that many Jennifers. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys have a guess or no? No, I remember, no, I remember Brandon because these are the dancers in real life's real names. And I did look them up and mm. I remember Brandon. I don't remember the girl's name. Yeah. The second team is made up of Pauline and Brandon. Okay. So after seeing those two, per, um, the third team is Shot, Shotzi and Danny. Yeah. Um, after seeing these two perform, Ken gets cold feet. <laughs> but as we say every night just before we start performing, it's not about winning or losing. It's about dancing. Right. <laughs> Um, so my next question, um, right before they dance, we cut to some named characters in the audience. Who are they? Uh, it's Jennifer's parents. Yeah, it's Jennifer's parents. Don't get them mixed up with Ken's parents because Ken doesn't have right. any parents. Well, He's an orphan. Thank you, to be fair, really Jennifer's parents are, Jennifer's mom is not She's named. She's not no. named. <laughs> um, so it, if it's not clear that they're going to win... Because they seem just as capable and as impressive as all the other performers. Uh, we see Danny and Shotzi off stage helpfully telling us that their performance was the best and that they deserve they to deserve win. To win. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, we don't know. Uh, everyone's equally good, so we need the people on the sides to tell us, well, they're definitely going to win. We're yeah. not going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, them, it's them saying it. that they're going to win. But also, like their, their dance, while impressive kind of seemed like two people who had their own choreography and now they're going to dance around each other. Is this Shotzi and Danny? Shotzi or? and okay. Danny. Yeah. Like there was stuff that they were doing where it was like, I I don't understand how those two things that are happening on opposite ends of the stage mm-hmm. actually fit together or fit the music mm-hmm. at all. 
Shotzi did the, do this really cool move though, where she was on her stomach and then moved oh. her legs moved her around legs her all body. The way around. And I'm like, yeah. that alone, like she should have won alone for that. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have um, a Danny intelligence level about dance, and even I thought that. Um, so, um, so yeah, everyone, hold on to your like uh, seats. Jen and Ken actually win the dance competition. And- their dance was really good. Oh, was yeah. it? It was. It was really good. They're the only, like, they were together for most of the day. Unlike Danny and Shotzi, who were dancing apart from each other. It's like as if they weren't partners until earlier well, that day. Well, yeah, but the fact, that, and I think that, you know, this is supposed to speak to, like, Jen and Ken's chemistry, that they were able to to do this, like, dance where their bodies were touching almost the entire time in these really complicated lifts. Mm-hmm. You know, with with just as little time to prepare as Danny and Shotzi had, <laughs> mm-hmm. I got the feeling that Danny and Shotzi were both doing the dances that they were originally planning on doing. Mm-hmm. They were just like, "We'll just we'll just make mm-hmm. it work." Whereas Jen and Ken had a whole, and they even say like, "Mr. Sanders did their choreography," and so they have this like whole new routine that is very complicated mm-hmm. and not always in sync with the music as we've established in <laughs> everything else. But but like actually really good and and like they. Out of the four dances, if I were judging, I probably would have voted for them too. Okay. Yeah. I, I felt wild to me that um, uh, Ken was saying like, oh, we're not going to win. Our dance isn't good enough. And then they start the dance by him holding her upside, upside down. down. That's how they start. Yes. And they go into these crazy flip motions. And I'm like, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It starts off strong and it ends strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um, Ken thanks Mr. Sanders who gets to come out on stage and, and- give a statement yeah. <laughs> as all choreographers get to do right yeah. they get their limelight well yeah. they are when they're the writers yeah. yes. everyone hugs and fist bumps and we have we head into our closing credit- credits but we um, can't go into our closing credits yet we still have a few more questions so talk about the songs yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've well, been holding back I'm yeah. so excited so um we've obviously been talking a lot about dancing and a lot about the like um lines and a bunch of other stuff panama city beach specifics but obviously this movie also has a lot of original songs so i have here these were from the um subtitles um so i'm going to read out loud um the lyrics from the songs in my usual atonal way and um what i need you guys to do is buzz in in try to tell me what the scene is that's and you don't have to say the exact like just tell me what the scene is that it it comes from because i wasn't able to find any information about so it's not like i could tell you the name like tell me the name of the song it's all in the closing credits if you if you watch the credits all the way through they do list all the songs also we get a like very large typeface thank you to gene kelly yeah, at the end of the credits. Mm. Oh, I yeah, missed that. I, I yeah. was interesting. It's it's true. There it is. A, I was uncomfortable matching all the songs. Ah. Like, so I like some of them were pretty obvious. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. I'm I'm sure some of them I could have gotten. I was just afraid of, of sure, making a mistake. Are you sure you don't want to ask us to name the lyrics of the songs? Because that's what I prepared for. Um, <laughs> I just there's just there, one that stuck in my head. There are a few that I go Two. into specific questions about. <laughs> okay. So, all right. But um, for now, let's start with um, the. Um, trying to name the scene that this song comes from. So buzzing at any time. Um, so the first song, come on, come on, don't stop because it's hot in the spot tonight. Yeah, oh, because you can't stop me dancing. Is it the first club scene? Yes, when okay. Jen first visits Club Lavella. Um, so, 
So the next one I have. The next one that the AI wrote. (laughs) (laughs) So this one is, come on and kick, 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 kick it up. Come on and kick, 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 kick it up. It continues like that. (laughs) (laughs) I could have done two more verses. Um, does that happen at the um, when the when the dad's at the gym with the, the punching bag? No, uh-huh. this is they're all dancing specific oh, ones. Okay. Um, did you- yeah, I'll guess the uh, the scene with the first scene with Shotzi where yep. they're dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, when Shotzi, Danny, and Ken dance in front of the hotel, and I looked it up, the word "kick" appears sixty two times <laughs> in in this movie, all in this song. <laughs> Score is getting close, you guys. Yeah. The next song written here, running from my angry heart, can't find my way out of the dark. <laughs> that's the, that's the, uh, the uh, Kevin Bacon in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Angry dance. I wrote Ken's angry dance. Yeah. Yes. Um, the next song, fired up, the music's got me, fired up, the rhythm's got me, fired up, put your arms around me, fired up, fired up. I didn't write down any more of the song. I'm afraid that <laughs> yeah. if memory, most of the time I did that, if, if the song pretty much went. No, I'm just trying to think of a good guess. Um, hmm. I'm going to say the last, that seems very passionate. I'm going to say the last scene when they're dancing for the competition. Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, they, they, they dance to an instrumental in the last scene. Oh. Yeah. But the, the other three have lyrics, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, the guys have a guess or? I'll take a guess. I'll say that it was, um, there's that one scene where um, Shotzi comes in and Danny's dancing by himself. Uh, That's not the song, yeah. Is it in the hotel lobby at the beginning where we first see Ken? Uh, No, this is when Ken and Jen first dance at the club. So she comes into um, the club and a different song's playing. And then when the two of them first start dancing, this is a different song. Uh, So this, yeah. Um, Songs change at clubs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the next um, song I have, some way, somewhere, somehow, someone's love's going to knock me out. All right. There's more to it, but we've already got a guess. Uh, Is that the montage scene? Um, the montage the, scene. The first montage when they're running through. Oh, damn it. I think I buzzed in too early. Do you, well, well, well the first several mon- montages. Okay, the, the, opening, the, op- the opening like scene you're saying or the. No, I was going to guess their, their first like uh, romance montage. The first romance montage. Yeah. Now, um, do you want to finish it? You said there's. More. Oh, yeah, I can keep reading. Yeah. Some way, somewhere, somehow, someone's love's going to knock me out. And this time I'll fly and rise up above the clouds. Yeah. Somewhere in the world tonight, we're dancing in perfect time. Someone, somewhere out there, her heart's beating for me. Is that the, the first scene? The, the, the opening montage. scene. Yeah. So it's the uh, opening. Yeah, I should have waited. Okay. As soon as they said we're hearts beating in time, I'm like, yeah, that's what so, I should So that them. song's actually three times in the movie. So the opening and closing song is that. Okay. And also when they reunite by the pool after uh, they okay. decide uh-huh. to become dance partners. Okay. So that's in there three times. You very good. Yeah. Very thematic. Yeah. So the next one that I have... Oh, oh, Panama City. You and me on the beach. So, yeah, sorry, Maureen, you were not prepared. <laughs> it's okay. That went in real quick. Which which um, scene could that possibly be? I believe that's the commercial for Panama City. Yeah. The Panama through. City mos- mo- montage in the, in the not street legal golf cart. All right. Believe it or not, there's still more. 
I'm still hanging on that headache, heartache. I'll, if I cry enough, you know, you'll know all the ways you tried to tell me. Um, you think by now I'd let you go, but you're still there like an evening shadow. That was Shotzi's solo dance where she then also dances with a shadow. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shotzi's shadow dance is what I have. <laughs> um, I want you to be mine. We can dance through the night. I want you to be close to me, close to me, close to me. Uno, dos, tres, hey. <laughs> Is that the street salsa dancing? Yes, the flash mob, yes. I was wondering, I'm like, you have to include the uno, dos, tres. <laughs> um, let's party till the sunshine burns our feet. Celebrity DJs. It's time to go crazy like an East Side Story. Yeah, an East Side Story. Oh. Bob's like convulsing. <laughs> This is my favorite one. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one with the lyrics that we all want to say. And this is the, like, I think is done twice because it is done, I think, when they are doing their date scene, the dating montage. And then it maybe also plays again when he's, like, running for her. So you've gotten it mixed up with another okay, song. Okay, I got it mixed up. So... Um, does anybody else is, have a guess? Is this the song that ca- the captain dances to at the beginning of the dance competition? No. Okay. Um, do you have a guess? Um, can I hear the words one more time? Uh, you sure can. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's party till the sunshine burns our feet. Celebrity DJs, it's time to go crazy like an East Side Story. Yeah, an East Side Story. I don't know. I'm going to say it's a rehearsal scene. Uh, no, it's the opening song before the contest. That's what, it's not the song he dances okay. to. Okay. But like when they're doing it's the Everybody's fan, like fan, arriving. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I at least had the setting right. So. <laughs> yeah. IMDb trivia fact. Oh. <laughs> Previous working title was East Side Story. No. The song before and after the final dance competition referred to that title. How many people found that hope um, helpful? That would have been too much. I'm glad they changed it. That would okay. Um, I hate going first for this. Okay. <laughs> How about um, I'll say I'll say over fifty one. Over. 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 Two out of three people. Okay. Ah. Remember, people out there in internet land, you can weirdly affect these numbers very <laughs> easily. Get your IMDb account and start like um, interacting with people. <laughs> All right. So we've only got um, one more song. I'd run 500 miles to prove I love you. <laughs> I'm going to finish the song. <laughs> yes, it's like, yes. Yes. Please, Please do. Please finish. I would even try being a lesbian. (laughs) I'd sleep with a snake in my bed just to prove I'd love you. I would give up my life if it's the last thing I do just to prove, just to prove I love you. So this song comes up two times. First during the first romance uh, montage and then later, I can't remember the other time later, but I got the first time. Yeah, and then after Ken decides to partner with Jen for the dance. Yes, because the first time they sing it, they have, I wrote these down and I texted my friend about it too. I'm like, this is crazy. But the first verse has, I hold hands with a man for you. Yes. And then the second verse had the, uh, I would even try being a lesbian to show you I love you. And I'm like, who's singing, who's asking this person to do this? Who's singing this? 
Like they're just giving out all these reasons to show I love you. No one's asking you to prove yourself, right. man. Don't be a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there was and a swim this, with the sharks. This is the only song that I was able to find on Shazam when I was watching because nice. I, I kept Shazamming them. I don't remember who sang it, but it was it was released as a single. And the album art for it has like a big pride flag because I guess saying that I would hold hands with a man and even be a lesbian as a oh, man that makes more is sense. is a like a statement of pride that a man would be a lesbian. I I definitely saw it as like a hetero nor like or heterosexual um person saying like to prove I love you I will say I'm a lesbian even though I'm a man. I'm like this doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't no. make any. You know, it's, uh, there's the uh, is it real big fish song? She's got a girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, it's like. And it, it says at the end, like, I even cut my penis off for you. It's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> no. I also love the line where they say, I'd run 500 miles. Yes. I think they're trying to one-up the proclaimers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, I had the right. same thought. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, almost made my name for this, like, something, one of those lines, like, sleep with a snake in my bed, but <laughs> yeah. I couldn't fit it in the uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so I only have one more question in this, and it's for everybody. Ooh. We'll go around. According to the subtitles for this movie, how many times does the word dance or any variation <laughs> oh. of a word, the word like dancing, appear in this movie? Again, disclaimer, this is the subtitles I was able to find on the internet, and this is my own count. Yes. So please don't haunt me, the ghost of David Winters. Okay, so the movie is about an hour and a half long and i feel like they probably say it at least once every two minutes so i'm gonna go with 50 hmm. i like your reasoning yeah i'm less uh systematic about it and <laughs> just gonna guess a random number i'm gonna guess 92 times I'm glad you guys went first. I hate guessing randomly because I'm always way too high or way low. So I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to say 75. Um, I'm going to do the math in my head and cut out the pause. <laughs> no, um, keep it. Suspense is, is palpable. Um, Just play the final Jeopardy theme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a make or break question. So. Yeah, so. so one of you was 12 away and one of you was 13 oh. away. Wow. So... The correct number is 62. Oh. And so whoever guessed 50, That's which I me. believe was you. Yeah. Wow. Whoever guessed 75 was 13 away instead of 12 away. I was right out. Yeah, you were right <laughs> out with the 92. Um, so as always, let's see what the judges think. Envelope, please. And the winner of the Philadelphia Citywide Dancing It's On competition <laughs> Is oh, I had a bit too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can do both. Okay, well, in third place, dancing by myself with twenty points is Mo. Um, in second place, dancing on his own is Bob with twenty-one, and our dancing queen herself with twenty-three points is Jill. Yay! Nice. All right, and so here's this big trophy here. Oh, it's so heavy. Yeah, <laughs> she deserved to win. She deserved yeah. to win. Yeah. All right, and so as we always end the show, Mo, would you recognize, uh, recommend this film? 
Yes. If you're having like a fun night in, maybe with a few drinks and some friends, and um, if you want to fast forward through some scenes, I think that's perfectly all right. But like we were saying earlier, this is a movie that is so bad, it's good. I was by myself and I laughed so much seeing this for the second time because it's just, it's ridiculous. It's truly ridiculous, but they commit in every way to not having serious actors or scripts or people involved with this film. And it's just, I thought it was just so much fun. And the dancing is really fun at the end. But for those song lyrics alone, I would say watch this because we're not making this up. The, the movie has those songs. Watch it with closed captioning on. Watch it with closed yeah. caps and captioning 100%. Um, like there wasn't anything stand out to me in terms of like the performances or anything. But like it's just a ridiculous movie. It's really fun. And, and get a few drinks in you. You're going to have a great time. Bob, would you recommend this film? Uh, yeah, it, I agree with Mo. This movie is is so bad. And if you could tell by our ruckus laughter on so many of the parts, <laughs> if you want to mystery science theater a movie with your friends and watch and make fun of it, this movie is full of so many things that are ready for you to ridicule. Like they're just waiting for you to make fun of them. And so it is definitely a movie that is fun to watch for a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Jill, would you recommend this movie? Um, I think if you are looking for like a dance movie that has romance elements, watch Center Stage. <laughs> <laughs> if you are looking for a movie just because you want to watch a bad movie that has better than average dancing, make it into a drinking game. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you do a shot every time somebody says the word dance, apparently you will be dead. (laughs) Or kick just in that one scene. (laughs) It's the same number, weirdly. I counted 62 times they said kick in that one song. Every time the captain crunks, you can do a shot. (laughs) Every time Danny's dubbing is off, you can do a shot. Mm -hmm. Like we could we could make a drinking game and release it. Like Mm -hmm. there's there's enough material. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I don't have a lot to add. I would definitely say you got to come in with eye, eyes open that it is more of a watch with friends movie than like a, in, can enjoy by yourself. There are some bad movies that stand on their own. This one, I think, requires uh, some partnership to get through um, as somebody who watched it several times to write this episode. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but the you got to yeah come for the Panama City specifics and stay for the weird acting (laughs) um so um before we go mo do you have anything to plug no not really i think we mentioned a few good dance movies to watch so definitely go watch those too because dance movies are fun and sometimes they can be well acted so Mm -hmm. go enjoy dance how about you bob yeah, if you enjoy uh, audio media where uh, you unfortunately can't see any dancing, dancing it's off. Mm-hmm. Um, check out uh, so check out some very fine podcasts, including Mission Rejected. There are four seasons for you to enjoy. Fifth season coming soon. And I usually plug Oops All Bards, but I'll leave that to you, Jill. Yay! Yeah, uh, so you can find me on social media most places except TikTok because I'm old uh, at Jillian Ivy. <laughs> Um, but also, yeah, check out Oops All Bards. It is an actual play D&D podcast. Bob is in it. We just finished recording our first season, but we put a full episode out every month and then we do a behind the scenes episode. So we're going to be running all the way through September with our first season. And we're starting to think about season two after my baby is born this spring. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Well, thank you again for coming on to the show. Thank like, you for having yeah. me. Yeah. And, and winning. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I think you I, might be the first 
first time guest to win as established winning is everything yes, yes. yeah yeah you, you kicked out in the door when you first came in here yeah. and said that <laughs> uh, so um yeah listen back to the cold open to hear that as always i will just plug the podcast you're listening to right now please rate review and subscribe and tell a friend it, it helps people find this podcast and also you can find us on social media at um what did we just watch pod with um underscores between them that's on Instagram. Um, I don't know anything about social media. I'm just reading the notes that they gave me. Um, otherwise, I um, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Let's just dance our way out of here now. Five, six, seven, eight. I would try being a lesbian. I would walk. Oh, sorry, wrong. <laughs>